Um, we're ready to go if you are, man. I am ready to rock and roll. My inner John is full. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Cinema Psyops. My personal view is that it's nauseating, disgusting, degrading, ghastly, steamy, truly and pioristic and generally nauseating. They are unbelievably nauseating. They are the antithesis of humankind. I regard them as disgusting, nasty, horrible, without any kind of merit. I just do not believe that any allegedly cultural activity which strikes at the roots of culture is to be applauded. They represent nothing to my mind enduring, decent, or worthwhile. I just do not believe that they contribute anything worthwhile to inflict themselves upon society at large. I would like to see somebody dig a very, very large, exceedingly deep hole and drop the whole bloody lot down it. You know, I think uh, the whole world would be vastly improved by their total and utter non-existence. Cinema Psyops with Hort and Matt. Sweet Nar Nar Ninibong, and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. Joining me in the studio and trying to correct everything I have to say about that particular phrase is Matt. Are you like, can you like listen or read or anything? <laughs> can I speak gibberish from a cartoon that was meant for kids that got turned into a movie? Fucking hey! <laughs> That's part of it. Somebody's a little too excited about Fucking, this movie. I am stoked, man. I can't wait to do this show. Oh, I'm not really feeling it, so we're just going to kind of phone it in and move it along and go real quick. What the fuck? <laughs> There's one person on this entire planet I would never do that to. Yeah. And it's it's not you. It's not me. No. It's our guest. It's our guest this week. It's the witch. How's it going, buddy? Hey, hey, mate. How are you? Oh, it's been way too goddamn long, man. You've been moving bunkers and shit. Well, you know, it takes a long while to dig a hole in the ground and fill it with concrete. Don't I know it. Every time I try to get rid of Matt, he gets out before the shit sets. <laughs> I'm spry. You can breathe that shit, you know. <laughs> I'm surprisingly spry. You're like the Sammo Hung of lazy drunks. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been man like uh, you, you're just now getting back into things you just got the studio set up in the new place and everything uh, you avoiding all the mutants and all that shit out there yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a big stick uh, it's really good this this new uh, bunk has actually got a sniper uh, encampment so I can sit up on the roof and just take pot shots um, yeah so I'm feeling pretty Omega Man to be honest <laughs> you are the creature of the wheel and lord of the infernal engines yes yes I am <laughs> <laughs> so other than that How's the podcasting world treating you? You got the Witch versus the Doomsday Clock up and running again full time? Yeah, yeah, back in the swing of things. I got another one uh, that I've got to finish editing today with uh, with our good buddy Darren, which I'm looking forward to. And uh, yeah, so back in a full swing. Uh, got a few guest spots lined up with uh, some guys that I've not not worked before. So uh, Scott and Liam are going to be on in a little while, and uh, a few others. So I'm looking forward to it. And of course, we've got OCD coming up this month as well. Yeah, we're finally going to get back in the saddle and record one of the OCD episodes. And that's your pick, too, this time around, is it not? Yes, it is my pick this time around. And that's why it's taken so freaking long. <laughs> because I just couldn't get my shit together. And unfortunately, when it's your pick, you have to do the editing just to give somebody the peek behind the curtain of that show that we do. Which is why, like, one in three is really shit. <laughs> 
Yes, the one I edit. <laughs> no, it's the one that I edit, man. <laughs> I swear. That's the beauty of the show is we all phone it in. We're a group of mats on that show and no one wants to do any of the work. That's yeah, awesome. me, man. That's how you live it's life. Awesome. I don't want to adult any day. <laughs> I'm really kind of getting tired of that term. Adulting? Yeah. Adulting? I get it. I'm, Fuck I'm... you. I just used it. <laughs> You gotta imagine, dude, things, it takes longer to get over there for him. Right. So that's brand new for him. Well, yeah, in the future. Yeah, he's, he still thinks Man. Forrest Gump's a brand new fucking movie. <laughs> it just won the Oscar for him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> my, my mama says I'm smart. <laughs> I'm talking. Better than Australian guy trying to go ahead and yeah. do a Forrest Gump impression. Yeah, like a Southern American. Uh, this, uh, yeah. An Alabama impression yeah. or <laughs> dialect. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. Yeah. And I'm uncomfortable. Me too. Yeah. Although I'm still masturbating. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Now this is a kid's <laughs> movie. We're talking about a kid's yes, movie this that's week. that's true. So keep Which it is in your why Matt's masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> so if anything's going to bring it out of Matt, it's the kids. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, more, the more you think about that line, the funnier it fucking gets. <laughs> yeah, and disturbing. But this this was Witch's pick this week, so I'm kind of curious, man, out of all of the choices on the stack, you went with Transformers the movie. Is there a particular reason that you went with that one? And I love you. <laughs> Uh, that that's nice, Matt. Thanks. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> now you made me feel a little bit creepy um, and mildly aroused. Uh, <laughs> so the main re- the main reason was like aside from the fact that like you guys have never really done uh, an animated movie aside from Song of the South, which was obviously an abomination. Um, I, I really love this movie. Like it, it's one of the few movies that actually made me cry <laughs> as a as a, a young adult. Dude, legit. Same. I, Legit, I was sitting in the cinema tearing up when Optimus died. I didn't get to see it in the movie theater. It, yeah. I had to wait because of where I lived. I had to wait for it to come out on VHS. Yeah. And yeah, that shit sucked. Mm-hmm. Well, and Witch has a few years on both of us. Yeah. Not, not just because he's from the future. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had to watch it on VHS as a kid too. And we'll get into it once we actually rip into the movie. But yeah. uh, wow, this this is no kid was prepared for what they were about to no see in this movie. No kid was ready for this. But uh, I, And we're going to get into more like how the animation was done and how it really is a, a the movie transcends where, where the TV show went into. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Matt, you should have done the notes this week. I probably yeah. should have. <laughs> I didn't know. I wrote like I, I wrote trans- like a half a page worth of notes on the back of a paper plate because yeah. that's how much I care. Yeah, right. <laughs> I see. I, well, here I was. Uh, I was kind of excited. First. <laughs> I was. I was like get ready to like just to rail all over the movie because when I saw Transformers in the in the in the, the set queue. there yeah. in the queue, I thought it was obviously going to be the Michael. Bay Transformers. I was like, I can't wait just to tear this movie apart. Right. Fuck it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I start it and it's the beginning of the, the, the animated movie and I went, oh my fucking God, life is great. I labeled it as Transformers the movie though. Yeah, but that's why I was like, that's, I don't know. It just, in my mind, I thought this is the Michael Bay movie. I don't know. I don't even own that. I know. <laughs> like, God damn, does Court own this? Yeah, it's pretty terrible. I wouldn't have owned it. Yes. Oh, the Bay movies are abomination. Yeah, they absolutely are. Yeah. It seems like at least for all three of us, we have a shared childhood trauma from yes. this movie. Yes. So we might have a bring your mm-hmm. own cinematic trauma with the movie Stack Jenga. Yeah. Especially since by Witch's wow. own confession, this is the only movie that made him cry as a young
young man. Same. <laughs> That's right. And not going to lie, when I did some of the clips, yeah. I started getting a little broken up. Right. Having to listen to some parts over and over again. Uh, Those nerd uh, emotions started rising up. So. It, so A lot of it's the visuals, man. You see a lot of your fa- like childhood favorite characters. Characters you grow to. Uh, we'll fucking talk about during the movie. <laughs> fucking just blowing yeah, over this movie. goddamn thing. We haven't even gotten to it yet. As you can see, ladies, Matt can't hold his water back, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding it back. It wasn't going yet. <laughs> he was going to, and that just saw I was it. going to, and I slowed it up. You changed positions. You keep going. <laughs> and started thinking yeah. about baseball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, he put his thumb over the end of it, just just tweaked it. Just well, no, in honor, it. In, honor of, in honor of the witch, I started thinking about rugby. And, <laughs> and that took care of it? That, that Fuck rugby. Down. Fuck <laughs> rugby and sports ball. It's sports, okay, settle down. Yeah, all right. We get it. You're different. <laughs> no, he's cool. Yeah, yeah we get it. Works. You're cool. All right, before we start digging into the movie too much deeper, let's uh, let everyone know. I'm sure they are aware which all of your stuff is now available on Legion Podcast Network, both the show we do together, OCD. Yes, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, Witch versus the Doomsday Clock. Uh, yeah, all on the Legion Podcast Network. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm loving it. And uh, yeah, that's it. Just go to Legion. You'll find all the awesome stuff just like this show. And if you're subscribed to the main feed, you'll get everything all at once, including this great show you are currently listening yeah. to. Uh, we're smiling, but you can't see that or hear it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. We're cutting it off here, guys. Yeah. Hold your liquor. Hold your breath. Hold your water. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo from Witch's Podcast. We'll have a little bit of music, and when we come back, we will have the trailer for Transformers the Movie. My life fades. The vision dims. All that remains are memories. I remember a time of chaos. Ruined dreams, wasted land, but most of all, I remember the podcasts, the man we called Witch. To understand who he was, you have to go back to another time, a time when the doomsday clock ticked ever closer to Armageddon. You can still find the Witch versus the Doomsday Clock podcast by searching for WYCH on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Memories may decline, but movies live forever. I love Weird Al. Right? 
<laughs> and by the way, where his song was oh, in the yeah. movie was just perfect. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, get we'll there. definitely we'll get, get there. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you weren't a fan of Weird Al when you were a kid and then you saw this movie and then that song dragged you in. Yeah. And this is one of his style parodies. This is him doing a style parody mm-hmm. of Devo. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and when Devo yeah. heard it, they actually were, the people in Devo were super pissed because they're like, we worked so hard to craft this specific sound that we made for our <laughs> band. And we worked really, really hard to sound completely unique and different yeah. than any other musicians at the time. Yeah. And here comes Weird Al in figuring out exactly what they were doing and mimicking their style so perfectly and making a parody of it. It yeah. pissed them off. It's awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Fuck you, Devo. Stop oh, taking yourself so seriously. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Fuck you, Matt. Okay. There just went yeah, the paper you, plate. Matt. Are we not men? <laughs> yeah. We are Devo is the answer. Oh, oh, oh. Some grizzled old punk rockers are coming for you now, Matt. <laughs> oh, no. They're going to beat you to death with a fucking Moog synthesizer. Yeah, I'd like to see them try. And it will not take them any longer than the length of this trailer. A new motion picture will transform the summer of 1986 into an incredible adventure. Transformers, the movie. An epic story of good versus evil. This spectacular animated adventure stars Orson Welles as Unicron, Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron, Robert Stack as Ultra Magnus, Judd Nelson as Hot Rod, and Eric Idle as the Junkion Warrior Rekgar. In the summer of 1986, the most exciting adventure in the universe is on planet Earth. Transformers, the movie. Coming this summer to a theater near you. Okay, so this is going to be the official first religious film and animated film we've ever done. Uh, yep. <laughs> I get it. Optimus Prime died yeah. for your sins. Yeah. This is our Easter special. That's right. And then Rodimus Prime rises. Mm. We're not there yet. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, here's how you know you're in trouble, though. You should know. As a kid, I see the box when it finally gets to my town in the, you know, in the cover art. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know one Transformer on there. <laughs> And at the time, I knew, <laughs> I knew every goddamn Transformer. So I'm like, well, that's weird. Maybe it's like a whole different group. Like it's a whole, like they're just going to put in like new Transformers now. It's like a whole new story. So when I rented, I didn't think I'd see one Transformer. And then the very beginning of the movie, we see all our, our regular Transformers. I'm like, oh, well, this is weird. It's Not thinking anything about it. Because it takes place 25 years into the future from the actual storyline yes. that was going on when season two hit, all the stuff actually takes place at the end of all the stuff that was going on in season two. Yeah. And so the Transformers that were there end up showing up in season three. It's like a clean sweep is what they did with this movie to transition between season two and season three. Exactly. Because I saw season three as a kid before seeing any of the movies. And you're like, where where the fuck's Prime? Yeah. And you're like, what the hell's going on with this freaking younger kid and why is Spike a grown man? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) This is how you're going to find out how all this happened, folks. We're going to have the movie for you. Transformers, the movie. Spike met a woman when he came Yeah, I I get that. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, so the film opens on a horned planetoid that seems very Galactus-like, moving towards... What appears to be Cybertron, but no, it's just another planet of a race very Apparently, similar to the Transformers. Apparently, we're the only organic life in the universe. Well, yeah. In the Transformer universe. Well, Every, how, everything how, outside of it's yeah. metal. How else would they survive without atmospheres on these other planets? Yeah, you're right. There are no atmospheres. That's right. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. All right. So There's we, also no genitals, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah, they replicate through factories. They build them the old-fashioned way. With parts. In factories. And assemble them. <laughs> but, Always practice safe building. All right, so these uh, particular beings from this planet that looks an awful lot like Cybertron become aware of an entire planet shaking. And I don't want to call it earthquakes because it's not Earth. No. And I can't call it Cybertron quakes because it's not Cybertron. But Planet quakes. Yeah, the entire planet is shaking and is shimmying like it's, you know, listening to good old-fashioned Jerry Lee Lewis. But apparently these are not the special type of robots that were chosen to be Transformers. These are all just normal robots because none of them transform. Well, they're not robots. They're a race of these type of beings, whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. And apparently they aren't all that special yeah. because they get wiped out by Unicron Pretty, very quickly. Yeah, quick. That shit's quick. Yeah. One of them actually ends up declaring that it's Unicron and that's how we know it's his yeah. its name because he Unicron. just right out he just right out states it for us. Hey, it's Unicron. We're like, hey, all right. Well, we know this guy. Thanks, movie. Kids can't follow it otherwise. <laughs> and then he immediately starts devouring the planet that he happened upon by dragging his horn-like protrusions into the side of the planet to pull it forward into a giant gaping mouth-like thing in the middle of the planet. Yeah, he's shoving them into his uh, assholes, what it looks like, man. That looks like an anus. I wonder if this had any influence on Lex, the sci-fi series from Canada and Germany. Ooh, yeah, possibly. That. Oh, possibly. you should watch Lex, man. Should I watch Lex? Yeah, you should watch Lex. Mm. All right. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, yeah. kids. You should watch it if you haven't okay. seen Lex. I did write in my notes that it was a giant space vagina dentata. <laughs> mm, gotta love them teeth. And this is only one thing get me. So they get to these escape shuttles uh-huh. on the planet. Yeah. And the, here's my first kind of childhood drama was the guy screaming as they're dragged right back in and, you know, murdered by Unicron. That is the next one note. Sh- one ship escapes, but the other right behind him wasn't so lucky. Yeah, they all panic. They all start trying to evacuate once they realize that there is no escape. And they all get hoovered up, as you mentioned, and destroyed pretty much mm. entirely and immediately. You kind of think you see a ship escape, but you're not really sure if that one got away or not, because it looks like it was getting sucked back in, too. Yeah, but you know for a fact, one of those two ships didn't make it, because you hear the guy screaming as they're dragged away. Which then cues our 80s metal remix of the Transformers theme song, because, hey kids, no need to feel all up in arms about people dying immediately. <laughs> but an entire planet yeah. you know, genocide. Nope, just pay attention to these opening credits with this upbeat Transformers song. Oh, and right before performed that. Performed by Lion. And right before before that, we got to see how they were all digested. You know, Unicron digested that planet that he got all that power in his rings. We do kind of see that, but it just basically shows. It it's doesn't, a quick thing. It doesn't quick, show. Yeah, it doesn't show the actual digestion power, stuff. You see that later. It shows him power up, but it shows like a mashy metal together yeah. and all that shit. So you're just like, God damn. Yeah, there this, is a weird sort of crunchy crunch sound that you hear in like chomp chomp. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. The whole entire ring around him lights it up. Lights and he up. Like you got new, more happy. power again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that leads us to our opening credits with that 80s metal theme song yes. remix of Transformers because hey let's face it folks you absolutely cannot have a movie like this without doing an 80s metal remix to make you forget about all the horrible genocide <laughs> of the entire planet exactly and that actually leads to our first clip it is the year 2005 the treacherous Decepticons have conquered the Autobots home planet of Cybertron but from secret staging grounds on two of Cybertron's moons the valiant Autobots prepare to retake their homeland. Ironhide, report to me at once. Every time I look into a monitor prime, my circuits sizzle. When are we gonna start busting Decepticops? I want you to make a special run to Autobot City on Earth. But Listen, Ironhide, we don't have enough energon cubes to power a full-scale assault. Ready the shuttle for launch. 
Your days are numbered now, Decepticreeps. Jazz, report security status. No sign of Decepticons here, Prime. What about Moon Base 2? Jazz to Moon Base 2. Jazz to Moon Base 2. Bumblebee and Spike here. We're about to send up a shadow. Any Decepticon shenanigans in your area? All clear, Jazz. Hey, Ironhide. Tell my son Daniel I miss him. And tell him not to worry. I'll be coming home as soon as we've kicked Megatron's tail across the galaxy. We'll do, Spike. Cliffjumper, commence countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Blast Now, all we need is a little energon and a lot of luck. Laserbeak returns, Megatron. Welcome, Laserbeak. Unlike some of my other warriors, you never fail me. Soundwave, play back Laserbeak's findings. As you command, Megatron. I want you to make a special run to Autobot City on Earth. But, Prime! Listen, Ironhide. We don't have enough Energon cubes to power a full-scale assault. Ready the shuttle for launch. Now, all we need is a little Energon and a lot of luck. More than you imagine, Optimus Prime. Anybody else want to funny the Cliff Jumper, voiced by Casey Kasem, did the countdown? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I nerd out on that the, part. The, the Casey Kasem did a countdown? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was more troubled yeah. by Scatman Carruthers' uh, portrayal of jazz that I found racially insensitive. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he was doing that for years. I know. <laughs> the problem is I had to come to terms with the fact that I liked it as a kid. Uh-huh. Hey, listen, though. This isn't nearly as bad as the jazz that they had in the Michael Bay movie. No. no that was a bad jazz. That was a oh, bad a, jazz. That was a bad jazz. On a sad night, this is actually the part that killed Scatman Crothers. <laughs> a lot of people died shortly after this film was done. Yeah, really, they yeah. did. It was the last yeah. film for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First it took their careers, <laughs> then, then it, it took their lives. lives. <laughs> Alright, so this leads to Megatron attacking the ship on its way to Earth, and we see Autobots dying for the first time in oh, fucking history. Oh, and Holy fucking shit. And it's all fucking tip. First of all, it's Braun, which I was like, well, fuck you, Braun, because I wasn't a big Braun fan when I was a kid. I thought that little tiny <laughs> asshole was a little too uppity for his own good. You gotta be real careful using the term uppity though, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Um, sure, sure. Seeing Prowl, though. The Prowl, uh, that's the, for people who don't know, that's the cop car one that got shot through the chest yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when his face goes blank and the smoke comes out of his eyes there's child nightmare number one yeah no no kids were prepared for this no. at all because first of all you're always used to no. megatron missing on the very first shot exactly and he, always and, and hmm. braun wasn't so bad because he had hope because it looked like he got nailed in the shoulder and you didn't see his face he fell down so you're like, oh maybe braun just got hurt and you'll have to get a medical attention and then you saw the rest of it and you're like oh well i guess not yeah the color goes out of his face and then smoke pours yeah, out of his eyes Prowl. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then we have uh, Ironside, uh, Ironhide and I for always forget the ambulance's name. Uh, they both look like they're going to mount a pretty good defense and then, well, they just get... Uh, Their defense was to block bullets for the other guy, yeah, but yeah. they both failed to realize that they were both doing that. <laughs> yes. Because they all died. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you actually get to see Megatron do a full-on like kill shot. Oh, yeah. It's just like 
Oh my god! And it's he transforms into the pistol, and Starscream actually does most of yeah. the killing. Now, and that's him. always what I felt was interesting yeah. was the guy whom he degrades during the whole television series. Any moment he can, he degrades Starscream. Yet he trusts Starscream to hold him to blow people away. It has to do with the whole sub dom relationship that Starscream yeah. and him have <laughs> yeah, going yeah, on. You got I mean, You get yeah. that too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, big time. When he transforms into a pistol, he's still <laughs> controlling from the bottom. Oh, even though Starscream. Yeah. Screams pulling his trigger, <laughs> and the kill shot yeah. that the kill shot that Witch is referring to is actually where he transforms back and just and holds it right up on the guy's. Well, because Ironhide yeah. grabs him after he goes through his whole plan of what they want to do. Yeah. yeah, the plan was essentially to use this suspected arrival of this particular ship to be able to pass through the defenses on Earth of Cybertron City and then slaughter more Autobots once they get there. You're an idiot, Starscream. <laughs> and then Ironhide, of course, grabs onto his leg, says no, and then Megatron utters. Maybe the most badass villain line. Such heroic nonsense. Yeah. And then blows yeah. the ever-loving piss out of Ironhide's head. Ironhide's yeah. head's gone. There's <laughs> nothing left there. There's a crater where his head used yeah. to be. Well, it goes through the bottom of the ship. You see it like the explosion go through the bottom of the yeah. ship. Yeah. One of the things that I definitely want to point out, though, is I'm highly disappointed that none of them transform into coffins when they die. <laughs> <laughs> that was in a robot chicken yep. once. Yeah. 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 Prime transformed into a coffin when yep. he died of prostate cancer. Yeah. Is he French? Because he's a peon. <laughs> I love Robot Chicken yeah, way more too. than I should. I know, me too, yeah. me too. All right, so they dissolve from this to a wrong-sounding hot rod, just not something right about that at all. Yeah, what? Judd? Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Oddly enough, Hot Rod starts walking around, and then he raises his fist in the air and then still frames every <laughs> couple of shots. The kid's like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> in a couple of years, when Breakfast Club comes out, kid, you'll understand. You'll understand. <laughs> hey, man, it's 2005. My 2005 wasn't nearly that cool. <laughs> um, real quick, I do want to bring up we, now when you see kind of Hot Rod, we're seeing the difference in animators that from the movie from the TV show. The TV show was very blocky, you know, robots, you know, squares and everything. And then the movie, all the newer characters are very rounded. It's much more, uh, a, a much more like Japanese style of animation. That's because they shipped it over there. <laughs> yeah, they shipped it over there. So they did, and you would tell the entire movie is much more uh, uh, Japanese looking than the American product that we had for the TV show. Until you get back to well, about the, season three. Oh, lens flare yeah. didn't give it away, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> now, this very wrong-sounding hot rod is with this kid, Dan, who is clearly not Spike. What the hell's going on is your first impression yeah, when you right. first see who, the movie. Who the fuck is this kid? If you know more about this stuff and you're not just... If you come into this cold and you know shit all about yeah. Transformers, movie won't affect you in well, any you way, shape, or form. figure that's Daniel. He's already... Spike's already said that's his son, so... Yeah, that he should need yeah. to keep an... They, they do that to try and be like, hey. Where's Daniel's mom, man? <laughs> God, neither one of his parents want to hang out with him. Technically, RC is uh, Daniel's mom. Holy shit. <laughs> what did Spike go up on? <laughs> yeah, he climbed up on that to push up on it. <laughs> <laughs> clink, clink, clink. He shifts the wrong way. She's going to sever that penis. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh. As someone who's had sex with very and, early developing and, and robot vaginas, I know. She devastated it. Oh. <laughs> Dan talks about how much he misses his dad because his dad abandoned him and this planet just to get away from all of his duties. I wonder if you have to pay child support on a moon on Cybertron. So who's going to serve you? Away. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what process server's going to get up there? Oh, it's clearly a Decepticon if it's a process <laughs> server. 
<laughs> Which is why I always had a problem with the cop being a, an Autobot. Right. I'm just saying. Uh, hey, you know what, though? If it's going to be anybody, it would be Laserbeak. Laserbeak would be deliver you papers. Yeah, he probably would. Every fucking day. <laughs> Once the Autobots are no longer popular, that's when the, the Decepticons yeah. end up doing. Well, we got to get normal jobs, guys. <laughs> I got to stop making references to fucking robot chicken shit. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. All right, so Dan misses his dad's spike, and his feelings apparently don't matter because wrong-sounding hot rod caught a fish while they're out there fishing and talking about this. Did you notice that? He was like, I miss my dad. I'm lonely. Nobody loves me. Hey, I caught a fish. Shut hey, the fuck I, up, I kid. <laughs> yeah. Talk about dog. Yeah, look, Daniel. I killed something. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the shuttle is arriving, so Dan wants to watch it land. Cue Stan Bush rock and roll as a very bitching hoverboard accident takes place. <laughs> but if you're gonna ride, get a ride in style. No helmet, no elbow pads, none of that fun fucking snowflake shit. Oh no, he's out there doing it hard. <laughs> well, he's Spike Witwicky's kid. Of course he's going to be fucking doing it hard. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He's part RC Transformer, apparently. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just ruined this for everybody who loved this as a child, I'm sure. No, I'm good. <laughs> but I'm fucked up, though. So. After this bitching hoverboard accident, Hot Rod transforms and picks up Dan and throws him inside as he's transforming, and then rolls out, because that's what the Autobots the Autobots roll out. That's what they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They end up heading towards Lookout Mountain, breaking a do not enter sign that one of the other Autobots was setting up oh, along the cup. way. It was Cup. It was Cup? Yeah, it yeah. was Cup. Good old Cup. Good old Cup. Never seen him before, but apparently he's one of the oldest Autobots. That's the first time you ever meet Cup, uh, but apparently he's the oldest fucking yeah. Autobot. Cup's been everywhere, been to all the wars, he's done fucking everything, except we've never fucking seen him. He must be He must be one of the guys who was out fighting all the other battles while the other Transformers were on Earth. Yeah. That's all he could think of probably yeah. yeah sure he's like the teacher from uh starship troopers yeah who ends up being the leader of this death battalion whenever war takes place <laughs> exactly that's what cup is yes <laughs> he's off yeah. doing other important shit yeah or he's just in the city teaching kids how to end up killing yeah right would you like to know more although at some, <laughs> at some, at some point i really was hoping cup goes getting too old for this shit <laughs> yeah that would have been funny <laughs> All right, so they notice the hole in the ship once they go to Lookout Mountain, so the precocious nature of both Hot Rod and Dan has might have saved quite a few lives there on Cybertron uh, City. Uh-huh. Because they a notice lot. the hole, they take a look at it in the lookout, and they see that it is, in fact, Decepticons. So Hot Rod does what Hot again, Rod should do. He just starts battling it out. And once again, it's Starscream standing next to the hole being visible. Instead of, if they yep. would have been in the bridge, he never would have been able to see them. They would have seen a hole, but they never, never would have seen them. But it was Starscream standing there, and that's who gets knocked down. Yeah. Starscream is an idiot. Megatron is right when he states that Starscream's an idiot. Starscream is the Cobra commander of the Decepticons, Pretty both much. in voice and actual yeah. execution. <laughs> yeah. Destro is the one who should have been in charge with the, with the Cobra command. Yeah, right. His Destro shit usually yeah. ended up working. Most likely, most likely how Soundwave should have been second in command to Megatron than Starscream. <laughs> yeah, because he was his most faithful anyway. Yeah. But we're not there yet. We're, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. past yeah. that. <laughs> Alright, so they notice that the Decepticons are there and then a battle commences. Now, I didn't go into detail about the entire battle, because it's a whole lot of shootout and a whole lot of fucking Autobots dying left and right. The two main bodies you see is Wheeljack, and then, um, oh... I'm fuck. impressed that you're doing this from memory. It's uh, Wheeljack, mm. and uh, the one who talked, he didn't have a mouth, is uh, either side of his face, like his ears, I guess, for lack of a better word, lit, lit up. Uh, he was like their mechanic in the TV show. Um, now, I'm ashamed I can't remember his name, because he was actually in the Michael Bay movie. They brought him back. 
Well, I don't know who it is. Yeah, so. but he was the one, even though I can't remember his name now, I, I knew it then. He was one of my favorites then. And so when I saw him just dead in gray, I was like, shit. There's a little bit of a shootout that this starts off with. They fire back on Hot Rod and Hot Rod didn't realize, you know, hey, if I fire at them, they're going to fire back at me. And so that ends up destroying most of this lookout area. And Hot Rod ends up saving Dan's life by picking him up and then jumping away from the collapsing lookout. But I call bullshit on a lot of the ways that Dan's life was saved. I think he would have been crushed. Oh, yeah. In several different ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Broken bones, shattered pelvis. He's fucked. The Autobots are all outnumbered and they decide to transform the city, I guess, into battle mode because that's what ends up happening. Everything transforms. Right. So the city just, they didn't say let's lock yeah. down the city and get out the guns. They said transform the city, which locks it down and gets out the guns. You also get to meet one of my more favorite Transformers is Springer, the uh, green one who transforms the helicopter and uses one of the few. Into the helicopter. Yep. And a car. He could duel. But I liked him because he was like the biggest smart ass in the whole entire group who just seemed annoyed to have to be around anywhere. <laughs> that must be why you like me then. Yes. <laughs> we also get introduced to Blaster, who I fucking hate. Blaster <laughs> is just a sound wave ripoff. He is the shittest Autobot outside of Ultra Magnus. Really? You think he's the. I thought fucking uh, Perceptor was pretty fucking useless. At least he turned into something fucking useful. I mean, Blaster is literally just a sound wave. He's a but shit he gets version the message of the sound out to Prime. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone could have done that. <laughs> Let's shit. look. They're both fucking boomboxes, all right? <laughs> yeah, they are. And in 2005, they're obsolete don't, equipment. <laughs> don't you badmouth Soundwave. I won't have it. I will not have you badmouthing Soundwave. I'm wearing my Soundwave t-shirt right now. I will not have it. <laughs> no one calls Soundwave incredibly. <laughs> We're never going to get this done with all the quoting oh, and no, bickering oh, about no. who, which is your favorite transformer. But you're fucking wrong, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you're wrong. You, your mom's obsolete. <laughs> I'm fucking lying. I had a sound wave. I did not have a sound wave. I had. I did have a blaster. Yeah. Didn't you have to buy the tapes for sound wave separately? Like there was uh, like you, it came with laser beak. Yeah. And the rest you had to buy yeah. separately. Yeah. And not all of them would fit. He would only fit one in there. Yes, that's right. Which the cartoon always fucked with. Yes. Because it looked like you had all of them in there. Yeah. And, at all uh, times. And yeah, uh, the blaster came with the new, lion. Yeah, which was shit. Um, <laughs> You're shit. The new M13. You're shit. Um, the new M13 version of Sandwave actually comes with all. Uh, comes with uh, Rumble, Ravage, and Laserbeak, and they all fit inside. Nice. I bet that's a pretty penny, though. Yeah, it's like 180 AU. That's not too horrible. I mean, there's a, no. there's a couple of uh, Japanese versions of Optimus Prime out there that are ridiculous, but it completely transforms, right. and it has a matrix of leadership inside of it that actually does light up, too. <laughs> ah, that's wicked. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But enough about the awesome toys that this movie is clearly trying to sell us. Yeah. <laughs> and doing really well, apparently. Oh, yeah, big time. And they start calling in for reinforcements using Blaster, which Ooh. apparently which really hates so we won't talk much about him while they're under attack Soundwave ends up sending all of his cassette tape Decepticons that we already named off after them to go do some damage but then Blaster uses his let's just say knockoff cassette tape Autobots to fight them off is that going to be yeah, okay yeah, with who he doesn't anyway. even bother to name <laughs> he doesn't even bother to name they're, they're the Kmart one and by the way the lion is Sickum <laughs> the lion's name is Sickum yeah it's not a good name I don't know really that, yeah it would work better for a dog. Anyway, uh, in the Autobots, we see dead so far when Springer and RC are moving a gun. It, the one who I'm thinking of, my favorite, that is Wheeljack. Uh, and uh, uh. then the other one uh, who kind of has a more rectangular head is Wind Changer. <laughs> Which is what I nicknamed my Chili. Your Chili Wind 
danger. <laughs> and we're getting ready here. Coming up very soon, we'll see our first Decepticons killed. I seriously only took two full pages of All notes right. and then like you a, a third quarter one. So if you're not, during, during the battle now, a cop and Hot Rod are racing to get back in. And uh, with all the doors closed to Autobot City because they're in battle mode, uh, Megatron sends the Insecticons to go eat because that's how what they were built for is to eat metal. Yeah. And as they're eating, Cop and Hot Rod use them both to kind of like jump into Autobot City, crushing both. Uh, their, what At least one of their crushing their heads and the other one knocking them off into the abyss. That was pretty nice. Yeah. I dug the violence. When he, when he like crushed his head. Because yeah. you've already seen a couple Autobots deal. Well, you've seen a ton of Autobot die. Yeah. So it's about time you see a Decepticon get its ass kicked. And the Insecticons were yeah. fucking useless. So thank fucking no. God. No, they ate metal. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. They ate shit. Yeah, they yeah. ate shit. I'm with Matt. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Now we're together. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate to get both of your ires up. Because clearly you're way more into Transformers than I was as a kid. Yeah. All right. So Devastator gets formed to take out some of the defenses and that's to try a, and open up the city. That's another great scene because it shows the proper, I felt towards the end of the series, uh, you know, Devastator became like kind of like, oh no, it's Devastator or whatever. This kind of showed the proper fear they all have of Devastator when they're forming and even Cup's like, oh shit, Devastator. Yeah. They, 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 they're they able to move the missile launcher to uh, try to take him down, though that doesn't quite work. Why is the missile launcher not a Transformer? And why doesn't right? it move when it has tracks on it? Why doesn't it fire they're moving it sideways. The tracks are like tank tracks, so they can move it backward and forward. Yeah, but a tank track can go one side and then the other to turn left or right. Man, I don't think they had that on there. What kind of futuristic world are these Autobots from if maybe, they don't have train not, tracks that can just, go left I, or right? I'm just saying, maybe now you're seeing why they lost Cybertron. Maybe they lost Cybertron because they're not very good at building war machines. Yes, they're not a war type robot. Or maybe it's a plot contrivance to keep all of them in one secure location and safe. And really, we gotta go back now again, because to decide to transform Autobot City, we see our first time we see Ultra Magnus, who, even though he's voiced by the very awesome Robert Stack, is fucking useless, and he should be ashamed of himself for even existing in a world. <laughs> yes. The, the one good thing about him was when you transformed him, you could fit other Transformers on him. Yes, that was about it. That <laughs> as was a toy. And by the way, as the toy, he was just a white Optimus Prime. Yeah. Less, you could yeah. transform him into a white just... Optimus Prime. He had the white Optimus Prime head, and then you put the Ultra Magnus head on top of it. Motherfucker. He was the blaster of Optimus Prime. <laughs> I'm not going to get into this fight with you, asshole, so just stop it. Wow, you, you really love Blaster that much? I like Blaster, all right? I think he's fine. <laughs> but uh, then we see also Blur. We meet Blur for the first time, who is voiced by the Micro Machines guy. Oh, yeah, because well, he like. talks really fast by repeating the same word in succession over and over again. Yes. That's not annoying at all. That's No, it's fine. No. <laughs> everything's fine by the way blur was my favorite actual toy transformer that i had i thought yeah. that was the coolest thing ever he was cool because i liked having blur i was I a fast I talking kid with someplace. add yeah <laughs> i broke mine yeah, so <laughs> I did mine mine i didn't mean mine's to not in any good yeah. shape but um and also when we first meet rc who's the first female transformer we ever meet which is clearly yep. dan's mother yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Transformer Smurfette. Yeah, pretty much. Mm, wonder what, what what happens in those lone cold nights in Autobot City. First of all, he has to warm her up because that cold metal is not going to be. Yeah, ready. that's not going to that's no. not going to get you going. Not at all. She's got a heavy boar exhaust pipe. There's meet. no two ways about it. Ah, you do meet Spike's wife at the beginning of Series Three after the movie. <laughs> she decided to step up and be more of a parent <laughs> yeah, because Dan almost died in a Cybertron <laughs> war with Unicron. Well, let's see. Well, you 
shorted his life. Yeah, well, what happened while I was gone? Well, let's see, he almost died at a Cybertronian war that was on Earth. Then he left Earth, went to a junk planet, almost died there. Okay, hang on, hang on. All We're right, not there right. yet. <laughs> All right, so the war continues to rage on until Optimus and the Dinobots show up just as the city defenses fail. And this movie made me a fan of Grimlock. I was not a big fan of the Dinobots <sighs> at all. Oh, I was until, always a fan of the Dinobots. See, I wasn't until this movie. Uh, and this movie made me a huge fan of Grimlock the Dinobots. Grimlock is awesome. Yes, he is. I, I totally agree. Grimlock is king. Yeah, I love that. I love <laughs> Dinobots destroy <laughs> yes. Devastator. Me, Grimlock, love challenge. <laughs> all right, so Optimus declares that Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost, which is a very iconic line. In which, by the way, the Dinobots mm. do take out Devastator. They don't make him separate, but they knock him down long enough that he's kind of just fucking out of it. Well, that was kind of their answer to Devastator in the, in the series, show, too, yeah, was the, the Dinobots, Dinobots was yeah. the... They'd keep them yeah. busy. Yeah, because <laughs> they're the Dinobots are huge, man. When Grimlock transforms into a T-Rex, he towers over, like, like normal-sized Transformer. Yeah. So, I mean, that was supposed to be the whole thing. So he transforms into a truck and rolls out after declaring that Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. And yet another rocking Stan Bush tune kicks out, which is, you've got the touch, you've got the power. We hear it a billion times during the movie. Yes. And that is yet another song that I pulled out to play later on in the show. Of course. Optimus starts wrecking Decepticons left and right until he makes it to Megatron. And that leads to our next clip. Prime. One shall stand, one shall fall. Why throw away your life so recklessly? That's a question you should ask yourself, Megatron. No! I'll crush you with my bare hands! I've got to help Prime! Stay away, lad! That's Prime's fight! And Hot Rod being Hot Rod thinks that he's going to be able to help out. Yeah. With this, Prime and Megatron throw down with Prime taking some heavy damage because Megatron doesn't fight fair. Yeah. 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 He stabs him with a shard of city. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of badass on Megatron's part. Exactly. This is a side of Megatron we never get to see where he's actually effective. Well, effective (laughs) in fighting himself instead of... Sending off Starscream to get his ass handed to him. Exactly. And then run back crying. Yeah. And then berate Starscream for doing something that he himself could never do. <laughs> yeah, Megatron's actually fighting. Megatron is Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> oh. I just blew the witch's mind. <laughs> You're a cunt, Matt. <laughs> well, we are a bunch of cunts. America's a bunch of cunts. <laughs> yep. 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 All right, so Megatron ends up declaring that he will rip out Optimus Prime's optics. Basically saying he's going to tear out his eyes, huh? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Optimus puts Megatron down, but is merciful for a moment and then says that he doesn't deserve mercy. He has a gun trained on him and he could have absolutely killed him. Well, he's kind of playing with him because he goes, mercy, mercy, because you who are without mercy now pleads for it. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. And this whole entire thing is just a ruse that uh, Megatron's going for a gun. Yeah, he sees a blaster there and he's using this against him. And that's when Hot Rod interferes when Megatron grabs a blaster and I think Prime would have been fine. But I think so. The minute Megatron made, made a move, Prime would just blown his head off with his cannon. Yet Hot Rod gets yeah. in the way and makes it to where Prime can't. Yeah. By Hot Rod interfering, this allows Megatron a moment to blast Optimus Prime a shit ton of times. He blasts him all over the place. Yeah, it was like uh, once in 
the gut, once in the chest, and then once in the face. <laughs> yeah. Although, it, yeah. you know, it didn't, like, destroy his face. So, I don't know. Maybe it was a glancing blow because his face is still pretty intact. It was still a smaller pistol, though, too. So, yeah. it probably didn't have... It was probably, like, a twenty-two. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the amount yeah. of stuff that was done with well, the other I think damage. the killing blow is because he has one broken shield on his chest. Yeah. Or, uh, mm. Windshield. So, I bet that's the killing blow because that's pretty much right in the dead center of his chest, so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, and I think the original stab into his, like, kidney area, that was with the building, that was probably what really made it. Overall, all the damage he'd suffered, because this is also what's about ha- to happen to Megatron. Yeah. Optimus gets the last shot on, and he sends Megatron plummeting down the city side. And not just plummeting, he hits different levels going down. Right. It's like the one bad guy's death in Temple of Doom, where he goes yeah. down the side <laughs> and he hits the cliff Boom. each time and yeah. is bouncing. Yeah. It's about like that. So Megatron gets his, too. He gets fucked the hell up. Well, Megatron's pretty fucked up from that fight because when you get the close-up where he's saying it's over Prime, you would see he's like really cut up in his face. Yeah, he's and leaking weird fluids and stuff. Well, he's leaking weird fluids and he's all, they're all both of like a bunch of little pieces. It looks like they're just going to batter apart. Oh, his head? They're cracked. Yeah, they're yeah. all cracked. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they fucked each other up. It's one of those things that they got at, too, that at the start of this, they've been doing this war for so long and the Decepticons being there at Cybertron, there has been such hatred and animosity built up between these two factions that it's come to a head to where it's not about make the other one surrender and, uh, you know, become part of your way of life. It's kill, get rid of them altogether. Yeah. It's yep. been too much. And they kind of hinted that a little bit with the movie, but it's something that's always been said in the background, like in some of the materials that sell the film. No, or... the, the, the Autobots Dubscons used to live in peace, like before the mm. show started and then the war started. Somebody get wanted more power than the other. Yeah, Megatron. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because it wouldn't be Megatron if he didn't want more power. All right, so they are both gravely injured at this point, and Soundwave ends up carrying Megatron off because he is the dedicated follower that we were talking about. And the most emotion you ever hear in Soundwave's voice was that as you command Megatron when he lifts him up, because usually he has like no emotion in his voice. That's because he's a robot. Well, yeah, <laughs> but they all have emotions, motherfucker. Yeah, robots don't have feelings. Well, not the ones you build, or at least they're not supposed to. <laughs> Wish I could build people like that, too. I know, right? All right uh. so, well, they're, they're already out there. Unfortunately, they also happen to be, you know, sick. Fair enough. And running the country. <laughs> oh! America is a bunch of cunts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Soundwave is carrying off Megatron and Hot Rod attends to Prime while this is happening. The Decepticons flee because even though they outnumber the Autobots, they got done what they needed to get done. So the rest run and hide in fear. Well, they didn't even get done what they wanted to get done because the Autobots are all still alive. They wanted to crush them like completely. So they, they had to retreat because the tide was turned because Prime and the Dinobots weren't the only two. The Sideswipe twins were there as well, which were pretty big characters uh, back in the show. So it's it's like all these Decepticons have been warring all night, and now a fresh new group of troops have just landed for the Autobots, and nobody's coming for the Decepticons. And plus, the only one that's really pushing for this ultimate death is Megatron, Megatron anyway. Starscream's more than oh. happy to go ahead and just keep ruling Cybertron on his own, because, yeah. you know, that's his idea. Yeah. So he's like, fuck it, Megatron's almost dead. Let's get the fuck out. They dissolve from this to our next clip. I fear the wounds are fatal. Prime, you can't die. Do not grieve. Soon I shall be one with the Matrix. Prime. Uh, 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 Ultra Magnus. It, it is to you, old friend. I shall pass the Matrix of Leadership 
as it was passed to me. But Prime, I'm... I'm just a soldier. I... I'm not worthy. <sighs> Nor was I. But one day, an Autobot shall rise from our ranks and use the power of the Matrix to light our darkest hour. Until that day, till all are one. And just to drive the point home, because the kids might not get it, the light in Optimus's eyes go out, and all of the color drains from him. Thanks, movie. Go fuck yourself. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I'm Shut not up. crying. You're crying. Shut up. Hey, show some fucking respect. Uh. <laughs> it's Optimus, man. We all grieve in our own ways, Matt. God damn it. <laughs> Poor shit movie. Oh, man. Let's just break this down. This is the point when you're a kid. If you're a fucking Transformers fanatic yeah, as a kid. This is the worst moment in cinema for you. You see this and you're like, what the fuck movie? What did I just watch? <laughs> what did you do? How is the greatest hero in all of cartoon dead? Because he died for our sins, Matt. That's why we're talking about this on Easter. Mother dick. Optimus Prime uh, died for our sins. Mostly for Hot Rod's sins because it's all yeah, Hot Rod's fault. fucking Hot Rod. He starts I off as... i you, man, Judd Nelson way back in 1986, not only was he hooked on fucking coke, but he killed Optimus Prime. Allegedly hooked Allegedly cooked on coke. <laughs> <laughs> but he killed Optimus Prime. He definitely killed Optimus yeah. Prime. Yeah, he's not getting out of that no, one. No, no, no. You did that shit. <laughs> you have to own that, you, Judd Nelson. You, you own it, Judd Nelson. You own it. <laughs> I don't care if you were in Cabin by the Lake. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> It's a deep pull to mention that fucking movie. <laughs> all right. So after we all get done crying and weeping and moaning about the color draining from Optimus Prime, they crossfade from this to Unicron's optic center viewing. It looks like it looks like a brain like thing, but it's a bunch of TV screens. Maybe it's just where things register for him to be able to view. Yeah. I think it was just there for us to be able to view it. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the fact that it, I don't know if anybody else remembers when the Megatron toy first came out, the gun looked a little too real for cops liking. Oh, for the transforming? Yeah, yeah, it was a big yeah. story. I remember that. Like, it yeah. was a huge story. And p parents weren't buying their kids the Megatron toy because it looked too real when they transformed it into a gun. That's why he got switched over to Galvatron, too. Yes. Yeah. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Why. yeah. Alright, so what Unicron's optical center thing that we're seeing here, these different TVs are viewing, is actually the Matrix of Leadership being passed to Ultra Magnus. Oh, man, that means Unicron can see anything he wants, man. More or less. Fucking creeper. And and that leads to our next clip. Jettison some weight or I'll never make it to Cybertron. Fellow Decepticons, Astral Train has requested that we lighten our burden. In that case, I say it is survival of the fittest. Do I hear a second on that? Aye. And against? Nay. The eyes have it. Get. Make room for others. Don't. Oh, how it pains me to do this! Wait, I still function! Wanna bet? Stop! Well, as Megatron has, how shall we say, departed, I nominate myself as the new leader! Wait! The Constructicons form Devastator, the most powerful robot! We shall rule! Soundwave superior, Constructicons inferior. Who are you calling inferior? 
Nobody would follow an uncharismatic bore like you. Hey, nobody calls Soundwave uncharismatic. Yeah, let's kick tailgate. Constructicons, unite! This obviously leads to all of the infighting that you would expect from, well, the Decepticons on their way to Cybertron. This is the kind of lighthearted scene you needed after Prime died. Well, yeah, you need to see the bad guys being bad. and Well, and then I just like the one thing no one calls Sunwave (laughs) uncharismatic. It's a little bit of comic relief. But it also is super dark because they jettison out their fellow Decepticons. Well, yeah, you think there's any honor in being a Decepticon? No, not at all. But Uh, that's the thing that, like, they're just like Starscream. This was his one excuse. Yep. shed his master well, and now and he like can become Megatron's the dog. like, oh, I still function. Now, I know I've called you an idiot for every day for the past centuries, but... That's him literally begging for his yeah. life when he says, I still function. He's like, I'm still alive, damn it. Yeah, yeah don't <laughs> throw me out. Bye. This is Megatron just going, I don't want to go on the cart. <laughs> I feel happy. I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> I'm getting better. You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> Alright, so the jettisoned Megatron and all of the other destroyed Decepticons reach Unicron and because he's a creepy sounding fucker and also it's Orson Welles so respect and that leads to our next clip welcome Megatron who who said that I am Unicron show yourself I have summoned you here for a purpose Nobody summons Megatron. Then it pleases me to be the first. State your business. This is my command. You are to destroy the Autobot Matrix of Leadership. It is the one thing, the only thing that can stand in my way. You have nothing to fear. I have already crushed Optimus Prime with my bare hands. You exaggerate. The point is he's dead, and the Matrix died with him. No, the point is you are a fool. The Matrix has been passed to their new leader, Ultra Magnus. Destroy it for me. Why should I? What's in it for me? Your bargaining posture is highly dubious, but very well. I will provide you with a new body and new troops to command. And? And nothing. You belong to me now. I belong to nobody! Perhaps I misjudged you. Proceed on your way to oblivion. I accept your terms! Excellent. Behold, Galvatron. And these shall be your minions. Scourge, the Tracker, and his huntsman, the Sweeps. Cyclonus, the Warrior, and his Armada. And this shall be your ship. Now go. Destroy the Autobot Matrix. We'll rip open Ultra Magnus and every other Autobot until the Matrix has been destroyed. To Cybertron! Holy shit. Yeah. Now that's how you introduce a new toy line, right? That is how you do it. Given <laughs> oh, the names yeah. and even yeah. all their... I love it. Except for the stats. Yeah. You see them transforming. You see all this stuff. It's one giant commercial for, here are your new villains, kids. Go yeah. out and buy them. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta say, Galvatron is still pretty badass looking. I, I, I bought Galvatron. That fucking toy is badass as yeah. shit. Yep. It really yeah. was. It was huge. And importantly, he transforms into a cannon that sits down, not yes. a gun that you hold. That is right. Which is That's a right. good thing for kids. However, the toy, you could turn into a gun. Yeah. But it looked so... Sci-fi. Non- yeah, sci-fi that there yeah, was never a worry like a about running gun. around yeah. shooting everything. Yeah. yeah. Tell that to I all know. the kids that got killed by cops playing laser tag. Uh, I, well, that's what I'm saying. The Megatron thing happened. The toy gun thing happened at the same time, though. Those kids were, you know, the kids got shot by police playing laser tag. <laughs> by holding something vaguely looking like a gun while being black. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I want to see you wrong. Do not. <laughs> more things change, the more they stay the same in this great world. No, now you don't even have to be holding anything that vaguely looks like a gun. You could be completely fucking unarmed. You could be walking to pick up your phone you left in the backyard. Careful, careful. He's wearing a dangerous hoodie. <laughs> His skin tone is looking dangerous to me. Holy shit. We, we stopped the kids from having any kind of play guns or any guns at all. And, and now it's like, well, if you're wearing a hoodie, though, you're probably guilty, I guess. <laughs> walking. While being African American, <laughs> those those California cops probably. All right, so during this, Megatron is let's just say transformed. Yes, <laughs> into Galvatron. Sure. Galvatron. Which the way they make it sound, it's like Megatron actually died, but they remade him out of his corpse into Galvatron. I believe it's almost like a, I would put it almost like a maybe a Doctor Regeneration. Where yeah, it's the same person technically, but, technically, but it's maybe a new attitude and a new way of doing things, and uh, he retains the. Memories, but it's a new personality. Yes. And Galvatron's more of a go getter. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's get- a regeneration. Come on. It's, it's it a regeneration. It's a regeneration. And and uh Galvatron is uh well, let's just say he's not willing to give Starscream as many chances as Megatron did. We're all not there yet. I'm just saying we're getting yeah. there. His newly updated minions are also looking relatively badass. And- I like the Scourge and the Huntsman. Yeah. It's great. It's a great names they gave Cyclonus. <laughs> Cyclonus is the only name I'm like, really? <laughs> Cyclonus. Cyclonus with the, the, the warrior Cyclonus and his uh, armada. And then there's, uh, I liked, yep. I own Scourge. I bought that toy, Scourge. <laughs> all right. So that group all rallies to destroy the matrix of leadership trapped within Ultra Magnus. And they're on their way to Cybertron first because apparently Galvatron holds a grudge longer than Megatron ever could. Yeah. And they cut from this to Starscream declaring himself the new leader of Cybertron only to have Galvatron show up for revenge and literally obliterate him. Coordination star scream. This is bad comedy. Like the Megatron? That you? Here's a hint. And yes, obliterates him to death. <laughs> Never and s- not a tear is shed. No. Not a tear. No, then, what did they say this guy's name was? Galvatron. Yeah, it's really interesting too because you see this one blast where Galvatron blasts him and then Starscream is done. He's just completely obliterated. Yeah. He disintegrates. But Galvatron never has that blast power again from here. Maybe it's just anger. That, that's how much anger was in him. He's got a lot of anger for our fucking never, Autobots though He too. never hits an Autobot as a cannon. Yeah. They all get around it. So... <laughs> You think that's what it is again? Well, they, they they seem to... He starts missing again. What is it with him and shooting like a stormtrooper? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's something that didn't regenerate. <laughs> His ability to actually hit a target. Yeah, it did not regenerate. Maybe that's what the problem with all those clone troops are. That's why they suck at shooting. Yeah, you can't. Clone- they never got the actual aim. Hey, listen, I saw Django fan. No, the reason go- that the, all the clone troopers miss is that they're all Kiwis. <laughs> God damn. Wow. wow. Shots wow. fired across the bow there. Oh, <laughs> it got real in here. 
<laughs> All right, so Starscream's now disintegrated into nothing, and that puts Galvatron in charge, where once was Megatron, now is Galvatron. Well, and you see the type of leaders that Megatron and Galvatron are both going to be. Neither one believed in pop and circumstance. They just want the power, where Starscream wanted all the, the pop and circumstance. For, like, the, Starscream's I, more of Donald Trump than fucking Megatron yeah, yeah. was. And, yes. and I love the, the visualization of that crown falling, and Galvatron just stepping on it, obliterating it, because he's like, fuck that. I don't need that to lead. I just need beer. I was born to lead, not, not to, to read. read. <laughs> I'll obliterate you. And as this is taking place, Unicorn shows up to just eat one of the goddamn moons being occupied by Autobots, because apparently we haven't seen enough Autobot death yet. Right? The Autobots are definitely not having a very good day. No, it's a bad day. It's a hard way to start a weekend. Jazz starts calling for help, and then flees, only to be sucked into the gaping mouth of Unicron. Jumper. Yep. In the little ship. They don't get to yep. escape either. Yep. So Unicron heads from there to Moon Base 2 and Spike and Bumblebee set an explosive on the planet before attempting to flee they're, themselves. They're at least going to give it a shot. Yeah, they're, they're going to try and explode yep. it. They at least make it out and get away from Unicron to turn around and watch as he devours that moon. Then it explodes, causing zero impact or anything, really. Yeah. Which Spike then says, shit, what are we going to do now? I know. I was like, damn. I actually had to play that clip twice just to make sure he did say, oh, shit. And it's just like, fuck. I'm sure I didn't hear that in the cinema. That would have fucking freaked me. Yeah. <laughs> it was there. It was, was on the, it was it was on was, the VHS like, versions wow. we saw as kids. Yeah. yeah. Remember seeing yeah. that as kids going, Mom, can I say shit now? Because Spike says it. <laughs> <laughs> he said shit, and I went, shit. <laughs> and my dad goes, fuck. <laughs> Why are you saying shit? <laughs> Stop saying shit, God. Fuck Jesus. <laughs> So they end up getting sucked in, which would have been the better time for Spike to say, oh shit, what are we going to do now? Yeah, right. Because he says that and then they get sucked in and then we don't know what happens to Spike or Bumblebee at that point. And then Galvatron states, how dare Unicron eat the moons? They and Cybertron belong to me. Yeah. And then he is immediately put into his place and yep. forced to obey. Much like Megatron, he doesn't really learn this part yet. <laughs> He's never learned to have to obey anybody. Megatron never had a fear of his own yeah. men. And so he's no. never had to, he's never obeyed anyone. So now he's kind of got no choice. He doesn't quite know how to handle that. Well, Unicron built him, so therefore he can punish him and exactly. force him to do what he wants. Yeah. And he uses some kind of like weird tractor beam or? Yeah, it's a it's a pain field that just crushing him and causing him to be unable to quote unquote breathe. Yeah. It, it really appears like just giving him migraines from hell. <laughs> Yeah, if you've ever seen, have you ever seen the series Monkey? It's like the headband that Monkey wears. No. Obviously, you guys have not seen that. Is that no, all right? No. Journey to the West? No? No, I don't know if that's oh, made it over to us. So, okay, so I'm just going to completely fucking go off track for a minute. So they've literally just made, remade it, and it's bad and racist because everyone's white. But they <laughs> they originally made it um, with uh, Japanese and Chinese actors in, I want to say, the late 80s. It's fucking awesome and, and well and truly worth seeing. Um, but you know who the Monkey King is, right? From I'm Chinese a, mythology? I'm aware no? of him from various martial arts movies. Right. So the Monkey King is part of that story. So the Monkey King wears a headband that um, the priest says a, uh, a prayer and it constricts his head and he can't do anything and it's the same as Galvatron. So that's the way that links straight back into there. On the reverse, see Monkey Kids? It's fucking awesome. 
All right, so Galvatron is put into his place with this weird torture beam, all the while screaming, keep going as his safe word. <laughs> They'll call back. And so the, then the Decepticons <laughs> transform, and they don't roll out. No, no, they they fly out. Yeah, they usually fly. Yeah. Which is brings me to another point here. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, what's going on here? Okay, plot contrivance number one that I thought of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Starliner guy that transforms in from the, the train, the train the, into the, the spaceship. How does he fit all the Decepticons Not, inside? No, no, not that. He runs out of power, and so they have to dump some of them, but the other ones can fly, too. Yeah. Through space. I, I know. We've seen them do it. Well, more than this. Why yeah, do they have to rely they, on They him? can't fly far through space. More, right? more than this space ship. Gotcha. They're, they're just like jets and stuff, yeah, so and more local, whereas Skytrain is literally, he's a spaceship, because you know that they all need a spaceship to go from planet to planet. And here's my problem. I don't think Galvatron can fly, because to get up to his ship when he was space after he's made, he had to use his cannon arm to blast his way up to the ship. Yeah. And every other time you see him, he is flying inside Cyclonus. Yeah. yeah. But now Cyclonus, True. the whole reason they transform is to try to blend in with other areas, but now Cyclonus is like 10 times size a jet of a normal human jet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, cool. We're good. We're good. Well, the proportionality thing, when All he right. transforms into a gun, he's like half, well, but that not was, even half, like way less than But he also transforms into two different sizes guns. Yeah. That gun in this yeah. movie, when he transformed a gun, was held by Starscream. But that's a transform size gun, where in the show you would transform into a gun as well that could sit on a desk right in front of you. Where was all his parts going during that? <laughs> They're jammed up his throat. Oh, God. Uh, you know what? Where does Optimus's, um, you know, caboose go? Where, do, where does his yeah, exactly. trailer go? When yeah. he transforms, it disappears. If we're gonna, back. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a fucking cartoon, alright? We're just we're going yeah, off track. I mean, we're going I mean, OCD. Can we just uh, fucking enjoy it? it? <laughs> no, I can't. I have to rip yes. it apart. I have to analyze every fucking thing about about this show. No wonder you don't enjoy anything in the world. Yeah, welcome to my where's, world. Where's your sense of wonderment? <laughs> it died along with Optimus Prime when I watched this at eight. <laughs> That's what happened that to me, man. That was the Matt. day. You watched this when you were eight. That was the day when Court went, hey, if you know what, where does Optimus Prime's trailer go anyway? And then all the joy went away. No, Op- Optimus Prime died and immediately after I started running horror movies. That's <laughs> what so did it. Because it couldn't get any worse than this. <laughs> Good. He got done with Last House Last House of the Left. He went, eh, not what Prime dying. <laughs> I finish, I spit on your grave. I'm like, well, at least Optimus Prime didn't die. <laughs> at least Prime didn't die in here. <laughs> All right, so the Decepticons are on their way, and then we cut from that to see Ultra Magnus orders the remaining Autobots to load up to try and save Cybertron from Unicron, and that leads to our next clip. Autobots, prepare to board the shuttles. This new menace is more dangerous than all the Decepticons put together. Somehow we must destroy it before it devours Cybertron. But what about my dad? He, he's on the moon between that monster planet and Cybertron. Daniel, we'll do everything we can for Spike. And what are we going to do when we get there? If that thing crunches moons, it'll make short work of us. Maybe the Matrix can stop it. You're right, it can. What do you know about it, lad? I just got this feeling. Look! For the shuttles! I, Galvatron, will crush you just as Megatron crushed Prime. And you'll die trying just like Megatron. Autobot scrap! You want me to gut Ultra Magnus? There are plenty of Autobots for you. Ultra Magnus is mine. Stay close to me, Daniel! 
And you better stay close to me. No, you'd better stay close to me. Nice dino, good dino, sweet dino. Won't you step into the nice spaceship for blood? Pretty please, pretty, pretty, pretty please. Nice dino, good dino, with sugar on top and a cherry and some whipped cream. Nice dino, good dino, sweet dino. Me, Grimlock, not nice dino. Me, best brains. Or get the Dinobots in the shuttle. I'm trying to get them into the shuttle, Ultra Magnus, because I know he can't launch the shuttle until I get them into the shuttle, but I can't seem to get them into the shuttle because they're impossible, impossible, impossible! Okay, forget it. Cup, Hot Rod, you guys get the Dinobots aboard and get out of here! This reminds me of the battle on Alpha 9. The Petra Rabbits were... Grimlock, take your noodle out of my face! Me, Grimlock, love Cup's war stories! You're living one now. Engage the boosters for Cybertron's sake! Tell Grimlock about Petro Rabbits again. I'll give you Petro Rabbits. Contact! Looks like we're shipmates, Squirt. All right! But if you get space sick, you're gonna walk home. Hurry! Wait, Ultra Magnus! Our sea's still out there! Jump! Thanks. That was close. Believe it or not, this is the fun part. Congratulations, Autobots. We've lost them. So rest while you can. Yep, I remember the dust was so thick off Beta 4, you had to use windshield wipers on your optic sensors. Me, Grimlock, know all about wipers. Want to hear good part of story? Good part, Cup. Tell Swoop good part. Okay, okay. Well, the dust was really thick. And then this gigantic Ikyak came trumping and stumping down the mountain. Flames spewing out of its nostrils, and I thought for sure... Hey, Cup, don't you think we have better things to do now than tell old stories? Like what? Like maybe figure out how we're gonna rescue our friends and then save Cybertron. No! Tell story! Shh! Quiet! Tell story! We wanna hear story! <clears throat> time out, time out, time out! They're closing on us. Yep, like the Shrike Bats of Dramadon. How'd you beat them? I'm trying to remember. There were an awful lot of casualties that day. Oh, yeah, we invaded polarities. They're coming back! All right, we survived that. Yeah, but will we survive this? Cyclonus, transform and attack. All right, so this continues with a cat and mouse sort of chase where the Decepticons are firing on them and pretty much trying to destroy everything having to deal with the ship. And each of the ships, actually the one with Hot Rod in it, ends up getting shot down. And it appears that the Autobots have no more hope at all as Galvatron's forces, newly formed under Unicron's power, are much stronger and much better at what they do thanks to all of those upgrades. Yeah, they, they really blow people apart in this one. Yeah, the ship with Cup and Hot Rod yeah. and the actual Dinobot ends up taking on way too much damage and then crash lands onto a planet. And then that's when Ultra Magnus decides in order to save everyone else, they need to jettison the rear end of the ship and then just take the shuttle part, which isn't very practical and isn't going to be very comfortable, but it'll at least keep these folks alive. And it's also losing pieces as it flies anyway. Yeah, they're already blasted all to shit, and this is their only hope is to let part of it blow up and trick Galvatron into thinking that he's destroyed Ultra Magnus and the other Autobots. So they separate the ship and the trick pulls it off. The Decepticons think that they blew up the ship, killing all of the Autobots. Unicron immediately attacks Galvatron to sort of call him back or to try and rein him in and get him to realize that he has not finished his work yet. And he, this happens immediately after the ruse works and tricks them all. And Magnus and crew slink away and try to regroup. And that leads to our next clip. <laughs> Did we have to let him detonate three quarters of the ship? 
Seeing as how they would have detonated four quarters, I think it was a good choice. But now how are we going to get there in this wreck? Receptor, can you locate a place to set down for repairs? Gamma waves in this sector of space create marginal navigation probabilities. However, <clears throat> yes, I believe I can. The planet of junk is in this vicinity. Then let's go for it. Come! Grimlock! Slag! Anybody! Okay, so it looks like everybody survived their various crashes, and uh, they have a place to go set down on a junk planet for the other group. Yes. Hot Rod's all tangled up in uh, cybernetic seaweed. Yeah. And being attacked by cybernetic sea piranhas. Yeah. That's pretty fucking grim. Yeah, sure. Why not? Pretty fucking cool, yeah, too. Who just arbitrarily says, you know what? Fuck it. Let's make some cybernetic piranha. Right? <laughs> and since when did the Transformers have, like, rotating blade hands that they could just pull out at any moment? Fucking Hot Rod's the next level, man. Apparently. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I like a hand blade like that, you know, old-fashioned saw like anybody, but right? <laughs> just kind of curious, you know, why you didn't have, like, a Energon sword or something like that that you could use? Well, they, whoever built them didn't build one of those for them. It's not Voltron. <laughs> why, why would he have a big sword? All right. I mean, Prime had an axe. Yeah, Prime had an axe, so why can't yeah. <laughs> I'm just It just kind of struck me, like, where did that come from, the hand all of a sudden? That's all. But he ends up using that to fight his way free from the cybernetic... Uh, seaweed that he was tangled in, fights off the piranha and gets away, and then he ends up saving Cup from a giant robotic squid, because why the fuck not? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> Cup ends up losing a leg and an arm while Hot Rod ends up fighting off the squid and destroying it. He ends up having to blast it in the eye to get rid of it. Kind of old school B-movie there, where he had to hurt the eye, and then that got rid of the damn thing. And then he ends up finding both Cup's missing arm and leg. They cut from this to Magnus and company crash landing on a garbage planet. Not gonna lie. Favorite part of the movie. All the garbage planet stuff. Yes. Fully agree. After the crash, Daniel gets outfitted with Spike's old exosuit. And after some flopping around, they explore the surface of the garbage world. You know why Daniel got fitted with Spike's old suit that they found? Why? Because they don't have to explain where the kid's getting his oxygen from at that point. That's right. Because the ship has holes in it. Oh yeah, that's right. Why hasn't he decompressed and exploded? Well, maybe the junk planet has uh, atmosphere. I doubt it. I, I I'm just yeah, it, it, it's it's big enough to have its own atmosphere. Timey wimey, spacey wacy, go get fuck stuff. Yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter because they put him in the suit anyway, and that way yeah. they don't have to have the Autobots like covering him, like what happened with RC in the crash, where yeah. RC lays on top of him and is very clearly like smack dab flat on the ground, and then Spike miraculously appears underneath her. How are you not dead? <laughs> she must transform with a special womb to protect him. <laughs> it just opens up. That's when she gave birth. <laughs> It's, him. A, it's the same womb. It opens back up and she puts him back in there. <laughs> she mothers yeah, to Oh, a it's a level. womb with a view. Oh. I'm just mad I didn't think of it first. Me too. <laughs> All right, so they go around exploring the surface of the garbage world where Matt and I are both from, and they run into... <laughs> now, I've heard it said Junkions, and I thought it said Junkicon. I think it's Junkions because of the people of the planet of Junk. Yeah, so, Junkions. So I'm going to say Junkions because Junkicons implies that they might be automatically evil as in Decepticon. All right, so they kind of run into them without actually seeing them, and the Junkions are kind of scoping them out and see what's going on. They cut from this to Hot Rod repairing Cup. The pair then immediately go looking for the Dinobot 
robots because they've also crash landed here too, only to be taken prisoner after feeding the Energon cubes to the creatures. These kind of look like the Sharktacons, but they were like the lizard forms. They made toys out of those guys too, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Yes, the Sharktacons. What about the lizard guys? That Yes, they too. made one of the lizard guys too. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So this is where we get that greeting, the... Yeah, nitty bomb. Yeah, and then they feed all their Energon cubes to these things. And Hot Rod says something very interesting. He says, this is getting expensive. This is, I mean, it's not only their food, it is also their current. Well, it's they need it to survive, and it's expensive on their resources, I think is what he was getting at. Yeah. But you're right. (laughs) There's a lot of uh, stuff that they have here, like robots being strangled. They don't breathe air. Yeah. Yeah, that exactly. happens later in the movie. Uh-huh. Robots spending money. Yeah, robots need energon cues because they don't eat. Yeah, we never see them poop. Well, they poop. <laughs> Everybody poops. <laughs> Even Optimus Prime poops, particularly upon his death. That's why he turned gray all the color. Oh, out. dude, why? Oh. It's fucking Prime. That's why. You're a cunt. He, <laughs> yeah, I know. Flooded his exhaust port. Yeah, exactly. And because I'm getting lazy and at this point, I'm tired of trying to explain all of this stuff. <laughs> that's our next clip. Reminds me of the night of slave mind on Galganeth 7. Every place reminds you of someplace else. Experience, lad. You should learn to appreciate it. A lot of good it's done us so far. Hey, what's going on over there? Has the Imperial Magistrate reached a verdict? I have. Guilty or innocent? Innocent. Feed him to the Sharktacons. We've got to get a new travel agent. What is this place? The world of the savage Sharktacons and their cruel masters, the Quintessons. I... And credits. My planet was destroyed by Unicron. Unicron? Who's Unicron? A planet that devours everything in its path. So that's the monster's name. Hot Rod and Cop close! Me, Slag, say you full of beryllium baloney! Me, Grimlock, say you full of cesium salami! Beryllium baloney! Who say that? I'm fine, look behind. You go wrong way, you fool, I say. Me, Grimlock, fool? Picture you not? No fool, you not! <laughs> Me, Grimlock, no like you. Why, boy, hit my nose. We say find friends today. Me, Grimlock, say we on our way. Unicron, why did you torture me? You have failed. No, Unicron. Ultra Magnus is dead, and the Matrix destroyed. The Matrix has not been destroyed. And Ultra Magnus lives on the planet of junk. Stalk him, tear him apart, and destroy the Matrix. 
Be sure the fittings are securely welded. Absolutely, positively, definitely. I wouldn't do it any other way, any other way at all. Whoa, this exosuit's fantastic. I think I'm starting to get the hang of it. Decepticons. You've got to draw them off and double back to the shuttle. All right, what the fuck is this wheelie thing? I don't, I don't remember know. him from anything, Probably ever. It's an Autobot. He has the Autobot symbol, and somehow he just ended up on this planet. Yeah, and does he ever show up again? Fuck wheelie. Yes, he actually does in the third series. And he's annoying yeah. as shit. Yes, he's, he's so series annoying three. as shit. Yes. Yeah. But he's there. <laughs> wheelie is the redheaded stepchild of the Transformers. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty annoying. Yeah, fuck I, him. You used to yeah. love Blur when I was a kid, but the older you get, the more annoying Blur, Blur is. There. Blur is a fucking angel saint compared to this fucking demon seed wheelie wheelie all right so i'm glad to know that i'm not alone and thinking that wheelie is a really bad idea wheelie sucks wheelie is the ewoks of the transformer world (laughs) what if you like ewoks you don't like ewoks do you define like oh my god whoa 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 whoa. you want a fucking ewok don't you yeah okay (laughs) see you don't actually like the ewoks you just want to hate fucking ewoks no i don't want to hate fuck them oh you just want to fuck them yeah they're they're adorable oh i'd hate fuck a fucking chewbacca though really (laughs) you hate You'd hate fuck a Wookiee? Yeah. Holy shit. I got balls. <laughs> Ooh, see, you're going to get weird stuff with matted fur and, oh, jeez. Yeah, geez, I don't know, and, man. Uh, yeah. But it'd be yeah. really cuddly afterwards if you did it right. And then I'd brush its fur. Right. And tell it how pretty it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough about my fetish for weird furry creatures from Star you're Wars. You're a furry, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not one. Yeah, but... you are a furry motherfucker. Yeah. I-, I am, but I'm getting it lasered off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I smell like burning hair all the time. <clears throat> anyway, it smells like dead yeah, Wookiee. That's the here. reason. Yeah, that's why it smells like dead Wookiee. All right, so with this, the Decepticons attack and destroy the shuttle. Ultra Magnus sacrifices himself by locking the others away underneath a pile of garbage and then preps to unleash the power of the Matrix as Galvatron descends on him. But this was not the darkest hour, apparently, that Prime was predicting or giving a little bit of a speech of about. So Ultra Magnus is now blasted pretty much into pieces, but we're not sure is dead. And Galvatron has the matrix of leadership because, well, you know, the darkest hour needs to get even darker. Yes. At this point, he's deciding that he is going to use the matrix of leadership to attack Unicron and make him his slave, which is a very fucking Megatron slash Galvatron thing to do. Yes. Very (laughs) big time. Fucking love it. And they cut from this to our next clip. Before his Imperial Majesty delivers a verdict, would you like to beg for your lives? It sometimes helps, but not often. I can't transform. Keep trying. Silence, or you'll be held in contempt of this court. I have nothing but contempt for this court. Guilty or innocent? Innocent. They've got more Sharktacons than we have photon charges. Then let's hold a demolition, Davy. All right, so this part is actually pretty fucking this, awesome. This is badass. Yeah, so we got yeah, we got fucking cool. Cup and Hot Rod end up transforming underwater, and they take the Sharktacons on a bit of a ride. Well, they turn the whole thing into like a whirlpool. Right. They use the fact that they're cars, and they drive around the outer edge of this tank. And you tell this is badass because we're we've got some hardcore heavy metal music behind it. I don't know if it's hardcore heavy metal, I, but it's I, definitely was, hair metal of the I was, day. I was being facetious. Yeah. 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 I, I I would have said arena rock. Right. 
right. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Hair metal, same thing. You know, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But it is a pretty badass scene. I mean, they get dropped into the pit and they can transform just in time because they don't have enough energy to actually blast them or anything like that. They got to figure out another way around it. So they use the centripetal force of them driving around in a circle to create a whirlpool, which drags all of the Sharktacons down to the bottom and then they slingshot out yep. to the top. And then when the Sharktacons come out, they have to come out in smaller waves of numbers and they start fighting them off. Yep. And that was pretty badass the way that they it's, fight them off. Oh my God. The one where Hot Rod punches the one right in its mouth and its old teeth fall out. Yeah. And then it, yeah. uh, it falls over and its tail slices another one's face open. It's great. And at one point, yeah, Cup pulls the off cup the tail. The yeah. tail. Yeah. Yeah. It, it smashes it with it. It's like, they, yeah. This is the Autobots you were waiting to see for him to finally get some fucking gumption and start fucking mass murdering shit. <laughs> I don't want them to mass murder, but I want them to defend themselves. Yes, effectively. Yeah. These are basically the foot soldiers that yeah. are supposed to be robots for them to smash up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next wave of uh, Sharktacons come in, and it looks like this is the end of both Cup and Hot Rod as they're battling. And they realize that there's way too many Sharktacons and they can't keep this up. They're going to run out of energy or what have you. They, they don't have the power. And that's just when the doors come busting open and the Dinobots arrive to clean house. They destroy the fuck out of a ton of Sharktacons. They do. They beat the shit. And I mean, pretty much if the Sharktacons didn't stop their attack, the Sharktacons were to go extinct because they, they were not going to beat the Dinobots. Dinobots were like my favorite thing. Yeah. For the longest time they, with Transformers. I, they were not mine until this movie. And this movie turned me into a huge Dinobot. Dinobot fan. I can see that for a lot of kids, but I was a freaking dinosaur fanatic as a little kid before that. Yeah. So you have transforming robot dinosaurs. I'm in. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool too. Yeah. yeah like Dino Riders was my yeah, jam. I was surprised they weren't like because I like dinosaurs too back, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe it's just I didn't get to see how badass they really were until this movie. And so the Sharktacons end up stopping for a moment and stand still where Grimlock is ready to destroy them all. And I wrote it in my notes, but I ended up loving this bit a little bit too much. Much so that leads yes. to our next clip. <laughs> I never thought I'd be so happy to see those big bozos. Me Grimlock, no bozo, me king. Sharktacons, execute them. Me Grimlock, say execute them. I think the problems on this planet will be solved very shortly. Yeah, but what about our problems? We need a ship. You get ship if I get trip. Who are you? Him wheeling, him friend. He'll be mine, too, if he can find a ship. Give Stare over there. That's a ship. Who cares, as long as it flies. Ultra Magnus. Without the Matrix, there is no hope, no hope, no hope, no hope at all. First Prime, now Ultra Magnus. What do we do? Look! Don't look behind door number two, Monty. It's time to play End of the Line, my Valentine. Jeronny, do run, run, runny, and now this leads to my absolute favorite part of the goddamn movie. All right, real quick. We yeah. have a lot to unpack. One of my favorite things is when they execute them and we cut it out of the clip. He just stomps his foot down. They're all yeah. like, oh, fuck. No. All right. No, no. We're probably not. Me Grimlock say execute them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just uh, like that. Yeah. But yes, now we're coming up on probably what I figured would have been one of your favorite parts. Oh, it's my absolute yeah. favorite part of anything Transformers it's, ever. It's Weird Al. As being a kid and even as a grown up. 
Bob. And the Junticons. Yeah. Junkions. 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 Yeah, people say both. I've heard yeah. people say both. So. Uh, but yeah. It, but uh, it's so awesome. They're so different because it's like Springer says. It, knocking them down isn't the hard part. It's getting them to stay down. That's the trick. Because they can fix anything. Yeah. Including it, themselves automatically. Yeah. Automat- that Like Springer knocked yeah. two off. They both went to pieces. And then one who's the rider, he grabbed his own arm, attached it, and transformed to the bike. And then the one who was the bike reattached his own leg and became the rider. Yeah, they switch off yeah. back and forth, which makes them super badass. They're by that way. Yeah. <laughs> I remember these guys being made into toys, too. Polly? Yes. They're Polly, not boy. Yeah. yeah. What? They love everything. No, they're Polly. Polly, yeah, okay. They were definitely toys. <laughs> I know poly, that for a fact, yes. I remember a friend yes, of mine they having awesome one. fucking toys. Yeah. Yes, they were great. Yeah, the tires became shields and stuff. Yep. And if I remember correctly, some of their parts were interchangeable between them. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. I don't think there was many. I think they, uh, obviously... The uh, Eric Idle character. Eric Idle's character. Yeah. And uh, there might have been, I think it was only two, Eric Idle's character and then another one that transformed into a bike he could ride. We won't get into this, but not many of them probably survived the end of this film. No, you're probably, well, you know what, though? They may have. Because they rebuilt themselves. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they show up a lot in season That's three right. again. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they, do they, they show up in droves in season three. Yeah. But the sequence where the Junkions are attacking on the Autobots and the Autobots transform and roll out and then the Junkions are basically trying to capture them. And Eric Idle's character is Rekgar. Rekgar, yeah. I love this whole entire thing even more because it's set to dare to be stupid and it's so yeah. much fucking fun and it's the best part of the film for me. I, I can't get enough of this. No, no, it's awesome. I watch that part like three times. You get to see Transformers sword fight. Not energy, not lasers, but Springer has a sword. Yeah. That's actually his um, helicopter blade against uh, Rekgar's uh, axe and shield. Which is his front tire. Yeah, and, <laughs> and something else probably yes. that's a piece of him. And super spiky, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super spiky. I'm going, mm, hey, hey. And I even wrote this in my notes again. Junkions are the coolest thing since Dinobots. Yes, right. <laughs> so that's like eight-year-old court seeping through right there. <laughs> All right, so the battle ends with Hot Rod landing that weird-ass fucking ship that the annoying evil wheelie pointed out to everyone as everyone watches the landing, and that ends up bringing the Junkions and the Autobots together in our next clip. It's Hot Rod and Cup and the Dinobots. Guns aren't exactly friendly. Neither are they, in case you haven't noticed. What was that universal greeting again? Never mind, I remember. Ba weep grana, weep ninny bong. 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 Me Grimlock not kisser, me Grimlock king. And please pose cover before striking, friends. Reap it or rooty, so say the Junkions. Where'd you learn to talk like that? TV. We talk TV. You talk some TV? I talk some TV. And now the news. Don't touch that dial. Hi, George Chemo Sabis, your smashed up friends, soon like brand new with 90 day warranty. Happy motoring. All alive. The Matrix has gone. And with it, all hope. No! Galvatron has it. Where's Galvatron? Where is he? And the answer is... Unicron. Then we've got to destroy Unicron. Yes, friends, and now destroy Unicron. Kill the Grand Poobah. Eliminate even the toughest stain. No fuss, no 
Almas. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Say Almas then. Rush right on down and test drive latest model with no obligation. New improved junkie on planet is sleek, sexy import with turbo handling. Yeah, to destroy I love the junkie ons. <laughs> Eliminate even the, the toughest, toughest stains. stains. I had to leave all of that stuff oh, in. Kill the Grand Poobah. <laughs> They're the fucking Kill best. Kill the dude. Grand Poobah. Yeah, they are. They're the fucking best. They're the, between them and the Dinobots. I want to hear a junkie on telling a story to a Dinobot. Oh my God. <laughs> Me, Grimlock, not understand TV talk. <laughs> but good story anyway. <laughs> Me, Grimlock, love good story. <laughs> oh boy. All right, so this inexplicably leads to a dance sequence that to dare to be stupid. Yes. Uh, the only explanation for that is kids movie. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you yeah. know, so RC's only, yeah, pretty much. was only really happy to see Hot Rod. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got yeah. a hot rod. Yeah. RC and Hot Rod had a thing going and, you know, yeah. now that Spike's out of the picture, they can raise Dan together. Oh, God. <laughs> hot Rod would not make a bad stepdad. No. You could do a lot worse. Right? <laughs> he transforms into a bitch sure. car that would help you get laid. Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. No kidding. Right? Park that outside of school. You're in. <laughs> All right. So they crossfade from this weird, unexplicable dance other than kids movie to Galvatron attempting to exert control over Unicron and failing miserably because he's too goddamn evil to open up the matrix of leadership as Unicron starts transforming into a humongous goddamn robot and then beelines it to destroy Cybertron to prove a point to Galvatron that he should not have fucked with him and it's just basically to put him in his place. Yes. Yeah. I thought about sparing your wretched little planet of Cybertron. <laughs> yeah. Now you shall witness its dismemberment. <laughs> you know why he had to transform to destroy Cybertron, right? No, why? He had to use his giant robot space dick. Yes. <laughs> and it just thrust his giant robot space dick and he, just, he, wanted to just show, a, he wanted to show off his awesome red abs to Galvatron. And the fact that his circle turns into these yeah. weird bat-like bone wings that yes. have no membranes yeah. between them. Yep. Transformed Unicron yeah. is pretty cool. Still look cool. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty cool yeah. looking. Unicron was going to hate fuck Cybertron. <laughs> I think that toy was like 200 bucks just to get one. Probably. First of yeah, all, you should ridiculous. not fuck your food. It, it was huge too. Though. You should not fuck your food. Well, Why would Galvatron hate fuck the planet and then eat it? Fuck it. Kill an idiot, man. I could show you a video that would really explain that well. <laughs> I don't want to see it, which slide it in my DMs later. <clears throat> <laughs> So he beelines it to destroy Cybertron just to put Galvatron in his place. The Decepticons all scramble to attack, including Galvatron, whom Unicron just fucking eats. That's pretty badass. Picks him up, swallows him whole. Yeah, just throws him down like a fucking little My favorite snack. is Galvatron turning into the cannon, trying to fire on him like that was going to make a fucking lick of difference. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and because I'm getting lazy and this review is very close to being over, that also leads to our next clip. I don't believe it. Doesn't this remind Mind you of anything, Cup? Nope, never seen anything like this before. What happened to Moonbase 2? Where's my dad? That's what we're gonna find out. Brand video now. With this fire, rain, and corrosion for up to five years. Satisfaction guaranteed.
Okay, so the Dunkions and the Autobots are here to help with the Decepticons to save Cybertron from Unicron. Right there, you saw it, the fixie, because uh, he blows a hole into the Junkion chip, uh-huh. and they're fixing it still right away. You know, they're already fixing it. Screw your money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what was going on. And you know, everyone on that ship survives because they they have the ultimate plot armor. They have the fucking smart one, um, the one that turns into the microscope. Oh yeah, yeah. They have uh, yeah they have Perceptor. Them, Perceptor. They have Perceptor on the ship with them on the Junkion ship. Yep. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I wasn't paying that close of attention. Yep, he's on there. How many times did you watch this before the review? Uh, I've watched it twice. At least twice. But I could have done this without watching it. <laughs> Probably. No, because, uh, uh, no, I am I had that VHS tape all the way up until my first year of college. And I got it, and I, I got it when it first came out. <laughs> so, and it was the same tape. I just ran through it eventually, and it just died on me. But That's like the first Batman movie in me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I could have done this just with my eyes closed. I could have I done the notes without having notes and, and had it pretty much well down. It's a weird role reversal where it you're is. correcting me on everything I'd I fuck it up. Am because I'm like it's kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> alright so during the battle Hot Rod ends up crashing through one of Unicron's eyes well which, yeah the ship gets the weird twisty ship gets blasted yeah and then it crashes since it's crashing anyway he decides to use it as a weapon might as well and he takes out an eye that's a good job yeah he uh, destroys some of the optics yeah mm. and it sounds like it actually hurt him too because it does make the noise yeah well I, I guess anything going into your optics doesn't you know feel good yeah uh, maybe maybe <laughs> Well, and they all fall out of the ship and they fall down into the, the crevices of, of Unicron. Well, it destroys the ship and it sends them all scrambling and they all go all these different directions. And that's when the Autobots go scrambling to find a way to survive and trying to get out. And it looks like Unicron has internal defenses, like these weird grabby arm things that are like these little pinchers on. It's, his anti, it's almost like his antibodies are yeah, trying to go into effect. Something similar yeah. to that that are attacking them while they're inside. And, and he's full of fluid too, which is uh, not explained. He ends up like trying to drown them but they're robots and we've already seen them be under liquid and be fine like they don't need to breathe yeah i don't know yeah but whatever this fluid is he ends up or maybe the water's just to push them to certain places yeah Uh, it seems like they're in like veins or something like that and that might be fluids that are you know something like a limbic system that might be moving fluids through it too and he's just using that to herd them in a direction Mm, yeah maybe it's planetary stomach acid who knows? Yeah. At some point, Hot Rod ends up falling when he's trying to climb away, and he falls down to the same depths that we saw Galvatron get cast to. And that is where he ends up finding the Matrix of Learning, and that leads to our pent ultimate clip. The Matrix? It will do you no good, Autobot. It cannot be opened. Not by a Decepticon. Like it or not, we are allies now against a common foe. Destroy him, Galvatron, now. For you yourself shall be obliterated. Of course, my master! Puny Autobot! You lack even Prime's courage! Wow, that's a good way to start off into battle there, yeah, right. Galvatron. God damn. <laughs> he has no chill. You savage fuck. They cut from that to the Dinobots, as well as the Junkions battling Unicron with Decepticons on the periphery. You don't really see a lot of Decepticons. It looks like the Autobots are dealing on this the most. Um, well, you see Galvatron's ship he was given by Unicron make uh, its attack run, and it is completely obliterated in one shot. <laughs> um, I brought you into this universe. Yeah, I will take 
take you out. And pretty much all the Decepticons are on the planet yeah. that's getting just smashed to shit, so they don't know what to do. <laughs> They're running for their lives mm. and in fear. Yes. Yeah, it's because Decepticons are smart. They just go, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> they cut from this to Daniel gets in peril and has to be saved as the tunnels flood as we were talking about all around them, and they sweep them on off to some other direction. We then see Decepticons being melted in Unicron's smelting stomach. It's like this weird acidic stuff that dissolves yep. other living cybernetic tissue yeah. or, or beings of some sort. And this was pretty horrific the more you think about it because you hear them screaming for their lives and begging for help. <laughs> it's almost like a vegan had some kind of a mission with this part. Something like that. <laughs> That's when Spike and the Autobots are then showing up to be almost dissolved as well. And that's when Daniel has to come out from being completely useless and figure out how to use his suit to save the day, which his father pretty much guides him through and tells him everything he needs to do. And so Daniel does that and somehow he ends up being the hero. Yeah, well, he fires, closes the door. Closes one door. Well, that's all they yeah. needed, though. It's the it closest was, door. It was enough it was to the save door their on lives. on the other side, they'd have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And that ends up saving all of them, so we get a few of our Autobots that we thought were dead from we the very Jazz, beginning. We get them back. Jumper and Bumblebee back. Yeah, as well as Spike in his yeah, full outfit Spike, as well. Yeah. So Daniel saves his yeah. dad and he gets to be the hero. That's wish fulfillment stuff for the kids. I think that's why they put it in there. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's why they give a kid oh, a yeah. Transformer suit. That's why they put a kid in the movie even though the kid grew up and it's been 25 years. I just wanted a Transformer suit after I saw this movie. You'd break your arm. <laughs> You'll put your eye out. Probably. They cut from this to Galvatron hunting Hot Rod who now uses his speed to his advantage. It seems like Galvatron can't really keep ahead of Hot Rod's speed. And at some point, Galvatron knocks him the fuck over and does a full-on choking, which I wrote in my notes how the fuck that works when they're robots. I don't know, but he's supposed to be choking Hot Rod to death. Yes, he is. Yeah. First Prime, then Magnus. Yeah. Now you. Yeah. Pity you Autobot die so easily, or else I might finally gain some satisfaction. Okay. They dissolve from this. That, yeah, yeah, if that hasn't got weird sexual overtones, right? I don't know what does. But I thought it was a badass slide though. Well, he doesn't have his uh, dub anymore. Yeah, it starts Starscream yeah. down. And so he's got to work out some of his sexual aggression on Hot Rod. And I don't think uh, Cyclonus puts up with that kind of horse shit. <laughs> well, he will eventually. Yeah. Whether he wants to or not. <laughs> While he's trying to choke Hot Rod to death, they then dissolve from this to the Junkions ship being completely crushed and destroyed. This is where I thought they were all dead, at least for a handful of yeah, them. Yeah, but they had a, a thing that were, was keeping it up, so they were trying to force it so that they weren't crushed completely. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, they survived they, the third they season. They all show so. up to the third season, so. They made it yeah. into toys, so that's all that matters. <laughs> and they cut from that back to Hot Rod, grabbing a hold of the Matrix finally, and pressing the Stan Bush rock out button on it, because all of a sudden Stan Bush starts up the minute he gets a hold of it. <laughs> this transforms Hot Rod into the ultimate figure, Rodimus Prime, who tosses Galvatron into space. He throws him so fucking hard, he throws him through Unicron. Like yes. through, through the him. skin of Unicron. Through his butthole. And a, no, like he rips a hole in Unicron yeah, with I'm him. I'm saying it's like through a butt cheek or something. <laughs> By the way, we can't forget, we'd be remiss to say right before this happens, the Dinobots are flying in space. It says me, he goes, uh, uh, me Grimlock could a kick butt. And they literally attack Galvatron's ass. And then Galvatron tries to grab Unicron's him. ass. Yeah. Unicron. Uni attacks Unicron's ass. Yeah. And Unicron literally grabs him. They fly away. Me Grimlock need new strategy. <laughs> Ha ha ha. 
<laughs> Grimlock, Grimlock, for all the ass kicking he's did, got his ass kicked a lot this movie, too. It's a giant fucking robot, though. Yeah. 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 I think he did okay. He did fine, man. They caused more damage than the ships did. Yeah. Because they're fucking dinobots. All right. So at this point, after tossing Galvatron all the way through space and Unicron's flesh, Rodimus Prime fully opens the Matrix, uh, which sends a cascading power surge through all of Unicron, and he starts exploding. The Autobots transform and roll out as we see Rodimus transform into a weird-ass fucking vehicle that has never made sense, and I never liked it even as a kid. Well, the 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 hot rod laser van? Whatever the I fuck know. it is. It's like a camper yeah, van? It's, it was not good. Okay, so they all bust out of Unicron's good eye, so he has one eye left that they break out, destroying his other optic. Oh, good. Just before Unicron explodes all together into a bunch of pieces. At one point, he tears off his own leg. Leaving only a head yeah. that will in no way come back to haunt them at all. No, never in the third season does that Ooh, ever no, happen. No, Not at all. No. Not at all. Everything's happy. This leads to Rodimus Prime's ultimate speech, trying to make up for the fact that he turns into a lame vehicle, and our final clip. Let this mark the end of the Cybertronian Wars as we march forward to a new age of peace and happiness. Till all are one. Till all are one. Roll credits. Okay. We kind of went over why you picked this witch, but let's uh, just kind of expand about it. This is the time where you can really start to gush and talk about how amazing you think this film is. We're going to give the Florida witch first, though, Matt. You got to hold your water. All right. Look, I just, I love this movie. It, it it sets a point in my history that's probably really important for me. And, and it's one of those things because, look, as I mentioned, fuck sports ball. So, like, Transformers and robots, all that sort of shit. I was completely into that crap. And this came out, like, in my late teens. So, it was sort of that point where I was sort of, you know, obviously getting ready to leave home and all that sort of stuff. And I still have Transformers now. I fucking love Transformers. It's like the ultimate science experiment. They're just fucking cool, man. I would also equate my love of electronics and all the other things that I enjoy, like computer programming and all that kind of stuff, to both Transformers and Legos, because I would build the Transformers that I couldn't afford as a kid out of Legos to take place for ones that I couldn't have, that my parents couldn't buy for me. And figuring out how they transformed on your own was half the fun before they got super complex like they have them now. And the ones that are like super complex now that even though they came from the Michael Bay movies, the transforming of those is so immaculately crazy the way that they engineer them. It's really cool. No, see, some of the some of the Bay ones have been really, really shit where you just, like, grab a handle in the back and, yeah. like, stuff just flips. No, but... And it's just like, no, no, no. You need to be able to twist it and turn it and do all that shit. The oh. toughest one for me uh, from the old ones was Jazz. Yeah. He was the toughest one to transform <sighs> into a robot. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you open him in a car and you're just like, I sat down there for, like, hours trying to get him right. <laughs> it so sucked. Is that because he was black, Matt? Yes. God damn, dude. <laughs> No, because he was difficult. Was he difficult because he's black? No, it's because he was integral. He had too many parts. <laughs> you, you, you sure, Matt? Because I've heard that apparently you think that neo-Nazis are good people. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> you Australian son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, you're for, a cunt too. <laughs> for me, uh, all the stuff that we kind of talked about already, yeah. it, it resonates perfectly. Yeah, Transformers just hit at the right age at the right time, and I think in at least in my and Matt's age group for sure, this is something that like is just ingrained as a part of your being. It's like Transformers, He Man, and GI Joe. Yeah, They're, all three of them yeah. like all three of those same. hit at your right time, yeah. the right place, and just it took everything. You know, it just yeah. had all the necessary stuff. Because yeah, I was in the for me, it probably went Transformer. It, it was different points in my life. Probably like when I was in kindergarten to like first grade, second grade. I think He-Man. I was a bigger fan of He-Man yeah. than the other two. Preschool through then, about second grade. And then about third grade to about fifth or sixth grade, Transformers like life. <laughs> and then um, I never, I was, I would watch G.I. Joe, but I never bought like G.I. Joe oh, toys. Yeah. G.I. Joe was kind of a way third yeah. on that. G.I. Joe had one so thing over Transformers. we never really got G.I. Joe oh, at really? all. We never really got G.I. Joe here. It's because it's uh, American patriotism repackaged as an action adventure show for kids exactly that's that's what it is it's supposed to be programmed yeah pretty much what gi joe had for me over the transformers was the dreadnoughts the dreadnoughts yeah they were all the they're like right there behind you on the oh wall yeah, yeah, yeah 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 those guys yeah the dreadnoughts were my favorite thing because they were like mad max world that's in, right yeah. gi joe yeah, yeah. That was the biker gang stuff yeah i remember that yeah. see we would have we got thundercats more than we got gi joe i was big into thundercats as a kid as well i so, was big into yeah. thundercats too i got into thundercats yeah. and then right in this crest area probably right when maybe I could have gotten into G.I. Joe a little bit more. Yeah. I started becoming a wrestling fan. And so then everything kind of took a backseat. That I just remember my fandom just being so widespread that I never got super into anything. Yeah. Like, I, I dug Transformers, but I never mm. memorized the names of a lot of them. I just liked the toys yeah. and I liked the show. I did. Transformers got way, way, way into and like, I, I suppose... Well, you, you don't half measure anything. If you're going to get into something, you yeah, either I'm don't or you completely it. get into it. And I'm full into... like, And that's, yeah, because that's what happened to me with Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I got full into Star Wars, full into Transformers. I can't, but here's one thing I kind of half-assed my way into, and that was Star Trek. I kind of can half my way, uh, half-ass my way through a conversation with a Trekkie, okay, and not come out sounding too bad. But I would never go into like a fucking you know trivia contest <laughs> with one. You know, I'd be you know fearful for my life in that. I don't think that you have anything to yeah, worry about. Are you half-assing like TOS or Next Gen or uh, probably for me Next Gen? I... Next Gen's probably what I know the best. Yeah, because um, it was on TV when yeah. we were kids. Yeah, when we were kids, it was on TV. Yeah, that's it. I could probably have a stand a fighting chance with DS9, but when you go into Voyager in the original series, I'm fucking out. I'm yeah, just out. I know a lot of stuff from the original series because I watched it with my mom when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and there was a station that did reruns of them on Saturdays, and we just hang out and watch them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how I got into yeah. track is because yeah. my mom was into it. My dad loved the Transformers stuff because he thought it was cool how they would transform yeah. and everything, so he got into that more when. I had those toys and liked me having those because they were neat. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and like <laughs> I said, I got into Transformers. All, all of it pretty much is kid stuff with Saturday morning cartoons. There's Transformers. Bam. When uh, when the laws flipped in the 80s and toy companies could make cartoons into commercials. Yes, yeah. 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 When Hasbro got to own the world by making their own cartoons. Exactly. That's all it took. Because, uh, yeah, and I remember the, the distinct fall from He-Man where I left He-Man and got more into the sci-fi bit of kind of fandom, you know, instead of like the fantasy land, which is what, you know, He-Man kind of was. <laughs> the reused then. animation cells from the Star Trek, the animated series. Exactly, right? That's and then, all it was. And yeah. then I got into, you know, Transformers and uh, then 
that's when, because I had like Castle Grayskull toy. I had all the freaking toys for He-Man. But I remember I had those when I was in like kindergarten and shit. But yeah. then I that kind of rubbed off at about, yeah, about third grade. And I just became way more into uh, Transformers. And then that lasted for until about sixth grade. And then I got into pro wrestling. And then everything kind of went by the wayside. See, for me, it was when they started making the toys for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before the cartoon even hit. Yeah. Because there were some toys that were kind of based on the original comics, but mm-hmm. they were getting ready to transition them into the cartoon, and the cartoon never came to any yeah. of the TV stations, but the toys were out there. That's another one I kind of half-assed, was mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I, I half-assed my enjoyment. Of I that. went full in on Teenage Did Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you go full in? Yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed. I was obsessed yeah. with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't, okay. uh, that's like something I don't blame anybody for. I I could have yeah. totally seen myself, and I didn't have so many other things I was you know really into. Yeah. I, could, I almost got really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I sure enough, I watched it whenever it was on. I always watched it. I always tried to keep up with it. Yeah. So I just never kept up with the toy aspect because there was always like a new Star Wars toy. Or <laughs> I actually had the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics before the series came out. So when the series came out, it was just like, no, nah, this is lame. So I never yeah. bothered. Yeah, I could see that because having read the original comics and seeing how they took it down to this like homogenized kids world where the foot soldiers are actually robots being destroyed and not people being killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The original right. books were really cool. They were, they were a bit dark and stuff. All right. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo for a podcast that Witch and I share. Huh? 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 Talk about shameless, shameless, shameless self-promotion that the uh, Transformers did. Yeah, I'm taking Hasbro's nod, (laughs) and that's what I'm going to do. And we'll have a little bit of music from the Transformers, the motion picture, and when we come back, we will do the PSYOP news. There is no spoon. Yes, there it is. Okay, okay. Can we just talk about the damn movie? Danger, danger. The flying guillotine is an awesome weapon. It's not practical. It's not even aerodynamic. But it's awesome! Chaps, could we possibly just talk about the movie? Easy Rider is cool. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, 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 Easy Rider's cool. If you consider they're doing thousands of miles in the desert and they have fuel tanks the size of a pea. You'll get three miles out of that. Oh, not to mention one of them. One of the tanks is full of money. A cool bullshit. Okay, okay. Can we just talk about the damn movie? Obsessive cinema discourse. Where podcast worlds collide. You got the touch. You got the power. Bush, the quintessential 80s guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got the touch. Yeah. You've got the power. You do. <laughs> you know what else has the touch and the power, Matt? What's that? Give me some psyop news. 
uh, our good friend Jason Gray. Ooh. Giving us some PSYOP news. I do believe that uh, Jason is the one behind the bloodstream. Oh, there you go. That's the bloodstream That is 100% podcast. correct. Uh, yeah. Uh, man in a bull onesie attempted to burn X's home with spaghetti sauce. I'm not volunteering for the blood gum. <laughs> What that has to do with what, yeah, what, what, outfit? Uh, I don't know, but fine. You don't have yeah, to volunteer. Let's, let's, let's find out. All right. Well, in Daytona, Florida, duh, uh, a story so saucy it almost turned fiery. Uh, saucy. My HPV will cure what ails you. <laughs> A man and his accomplice are behind bars and charged after they attempted to burn down his ex-boyfriend's home. Drop the humongous ball. Authorities in Daytona, Florida say one man was disguised as a bull in a onesie with a pa- with the pair broke into the home, stealing the victim's TV, AC unit, heater, and a vacuum. You can't pay your bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have Fancy back on the show real soon. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's fucking great. Oh, yeah. After taking the items, the suspects <laughs> boiled a pot of spaghetti sauce and left a towel on the stove. The victim says what? he and his ex dated, but remained friends after the split, so he's not sure why he's angry. A girl gets terrified enough. The only thing that's going to solve that is a cock. <laughs> she's a steel cock. <laughs> I've, I've let him use my car for four months. Maybe he's angry about that. Or maybe he's angry because I gave him $150 to fix his teeth. I make money from my sex work. Is that what she said? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. That's a he. It's two he's. Oh, it's really? It's all he's. Both yeah. men are both yeah. men are making money from their sex work. I guess. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's angry about that, said the victim. The victim. I have the most confused direction right now. Yeah, right. Is that also what the victim said? <laughs> Probably. The victim's camera alerted him that the men were in his home. He then noticed a towel covering the camera and proceeded to call the authorities. Pulling it just to pull it. Yeah. <laughs> What did I say that? I don't remember. Oh my god, I don't remember. How many shows I don't are... think it's bad as... How many shows are we in now where I don't even know half the ten clips we've got? I don't even remember saying it. That one's pretty recent though. He says he is thankful he bought the camera. So there you go. Afraid of vaginas? Uh, maybe. They probably are. Yep. <laughs> kind of a light news this week. Uh, light news, uh yeah. unless unless you want to get into the whole porn star and Donald Trump horseshit. Well yeah, I mean who hasn't heard okay. about that? I kinda go really for really the... can I do because it gives me a, the ability to you know ask questions like uh well how many stormy i've had seven dicks inside of me <laughs> only seven for an entire yeah, career really? that seems very economical yeah really yeah it's, it's a low-paid porn star right there not a lot of outwork there <laughs> not a lot of output <laughs> not a lot of input either come to me <laughs> What were you saying, which? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. Matt's getting come on his face. Oh, <laughs> well, way to be direct about it. You Everyone fucking weirdo. be coming on my face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he said it was true. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to pull a, pull the chain on this. Pull not, the chain on yeah, it, we've man. Got nothing else. Uh, we've been going on for a while. Gotta now. love a yeah. girl who can take a punch. God, Jesus. <laughs> I love the way that just brings you oh, down. God, that makes me cringe so bad. Almost as bad as neo-Nazi are pretty good people. Yeah, that's bad too. Oh. I would be remiss if I didn't play that at least once during a new segment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think it's an Ultra Magnus news day. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you would think that with the name Ultra Magnus, you would be so much more than that. Oh my God. And he just was not effective at all. No, it was all micro penis time. Yeah. N- kinda, yeah. Drop the humongous ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're pretty much tapped out here. We've wasted all of our energy on the Transformers movie review pretty much oh my god i loved it though <laughs> it was such a great time and so i'm spent, and I'm so spent. we're gonna take one last this break this room is covered in semen 
<laughs> we're going to take one last break. We'll play a promo for another podcast. We'll have a little bit of closing music that will be extremely fitting for the Transformers, and we will close out this fucking show. Plug it in, Joe. We'll see what happens. They come from the bowels of box office oblivion. Well, it's big and terrible. A race of films unknown and unappreciated by all but the most warped and abnormal film geeks. It's not natural. And now, one man with an overgrown video collection and no social life brings back these forgotten classics. Come to me, Golem. Sometimes to his delight, and sometimes to his regret. Uh, are you out of your stupid run? Let's go, you dumb man! Can your mind handle the bizarre offerings of abnormal state theater? Now you are going to get it. Oh, you are going to get it! Presented monthly by Clockwork Cardiac Productions. When we return to our planet, the High Court may well sentence you to torture! hair metal remix that's yeah. what all of michael bay's movies were missing robots in disguise yeah that's exactly what the michael bay movies were missing it had nothing to do with the fact that he fucked up all the characters horribly yeah well that but that, that yep <laughs> yep that he did that. as soon as i saw that Bay had fucked up sound wave i just said no he's done that's it we're fucking yeah. done <laughs> we didn't even really get a sound wave. We got like a little miniature version of all of the little things that came with sound wave. Well, no, you had a sound wave. He was a satellite in outer space. Is that what they made yeah. satellite? Yeah. Oh, he was a satellite? Yeah. Lame. Yeah. Lame. Which, which is why I said, fuck you, babe. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. In and we your didn't even get a proper fucking laser beam. Donkey. <laughs> no. Well, before we get off on hating Michael Bay too awful much, we need to close out this show. We've already gone over long. All right. Yeah, so let's uh, give the floor to Witch. All right. And, right. and let him talk about his amazing show that he does one last time. Which versus the Doomsday Clock on the Legion Podcast Network on Facebook. Just search for which W Y C H. It's on Stitcher. It's on SoundCloud. It's on YouTube. It's on I don't know pretty much every other fucking thing that it's supposed to be on. But if you if you subscribe to the Legion Podcast feed, you'll get it. It's fifteen minutes. You can do it anywhere. You can listen to it. It makes no sense whatsoever, but apparently people like it, so you should listen. It's the most fun you'll have in 15 minutes with your clothes on headphones and while at work but she's <laughs> <laughs> all right folks and if you are out there looking for witches stuff on legionpodcast.com don't forget to stop over where we're at legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops all three of us here are proud members of the legion podcast network some of us here are proud members of two different podcasts on the well, legion well, podcast well, network this guy over here. we've got a secret <laughs> handshake and everything matt yeah, yeah. does it involve your pants being off yeah 
course. Okay. Yeah. That's why the hands are shaking. Yeah. <laughs> He's not my man crush from down under for nothing, That's buddy. That's true. Yeah. Lube early, lube often. <laughs> it's the only way to avoid chafing. Isn't that the Legion podcast motto? It should be. Yeah, right? Especially for the Legion After Dark show that's coming up that our friend Misty's going to be doing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. But you can find us on Facebook where we have a group, Cinema PsyOps. You can post pictures of your favorite Transformers. Mm. Why not? Yeah. yeah, why not? We sure. can get, well, let's get some alternative photography yeah. of some Transformers based on this show. That'd be a lot of fun. Slide those into our DMs, mm. will you? Yeah. I'm on Facebook as Court PsyOps. Matt is on Facebook as Matt PsyOp. You can email feedback to Matt, PsyopMatt at gmail.com. Let him know that he doesn't know shit about Transformers. He's full of it, and you are going to show him the way. And I will go toe to fucking toe if you think you can handle it, motherfucker. And he will do it via email because that way I don't have to deal with it. That's true. You can email feedback to court, cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. Let him know that he should have put way more attention and effort into covering the Transformers I know, movie. We deal with a lot of fucking nerds. You might have, you know. <laughs> I think I did just fine. Yeah, you did. Good. You covered you did everything right. else that I didn't yeah, cover. Yeah, I mean, you, you did well. Yeah. <laughs> well done, buddy. Yeah, and we covered more than just the movie itself. I yeah. think we did just great. We did really good. Yeah. This is a good show. I Hopefully our love came through for everybody. Yeah. Right. for fucking Wheelie. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck Wheelie. And fucking fuck Ultra wheelie. Magnus. Yeah. All right, you can tweet a couple of tweets, do a couple of twats. I'm at court underscore psyop, and Matt is at psyop. Matt, you can retweet us some photos of some pretty kick-ass cosplay Transformers. Ooh. Or if you got some Transformer core porn, we're interested. We want to know if that exists. Mm-hmm. More than meets the it eye, does. for sure. Mm-hmm. It does. All right, so slide that into our DMs, yeah. folks. <laughs> and while you're out there transforming yourselves, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. Sexy bitches. Heep, <laughs> narp, narp, nimuwa. Guan, weep, mana, and weep, nitty bomb. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> nitty bomb. <laughs> now give him an energon cube. <laughs> nitty bomb. Jimmy, nitty bomb. Jimmy John's brought my energon cube. Yeah, yeah, that is your energy cube. Once again, freaky fast my ass. You hear us okay? Yeah, yeah, all good. When you said you were ordering a sub, I thought, you know, you were going to get a bit of ass play before you started, but um, apparently not. No, not that kind of sub. No, no, we're actually ordering a nuclear-capable sub. I can build those. Nice. Uh, yeah, just don't build Collins class ones, they shit. <laughs> and I'll have all these pieces left over. <laughs> That's right, and you have to use a weed Allen key. <laughs> 
They call them security keys, but really all they are is one of those like hex style keys. Yeah. They just put the ends out a little bit more. You have the right hex head. You can basically open any of those security screws. Nice. Yeah, it, 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 it's a screw set that you can buy at like 7-Eleven. Right. They're not even like you can actually get the actual ends for those special security screws. They're like a hex head with like mm. a little divot in them. Yeah, my wife's got a set. I've just used an Allen wrench and a hammer to smash down the little divot and turned it into a fucking Allen wrench screw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the American That's the way to do way things. <laughs> Hit it with a fucking hammer. <laughs> Opens yeah, on. and use the neck, neck massager um, transformer. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Spike, what are you doing, man? Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there was a neck massager transformer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, Spike, we're pals. Yeah. We sure are, buddy. Come here real quick. Hey, Ironhide, you see this design? I need a transformer to switch into that. What's it called? A Sibian machine. Just shut up and do it. You got it, Spike. <laughs> oh. We'll do, Spike. <laughs> I mean, I loved it as a kid, but like I kind of fell out of it. I didn't keep my obsession. Oh, no, no, I yeah. kept it. I think I was more into G.I. Oh, Joe yeah. as a kid. You know, and I watched the G.I. Joe movie and I liked that one too. Someday we'll have to do that. The G.I. <laughs> Joe animated movie. We'll do the one where they have the weird uh, uh, monstery people that have like the bat wings and all of that. Oh, we're going to do that one? Yeah. That the original one yeah. with Sergeant Slaughter? No. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> you runs? can't even do these right. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> fuck off, dude. <laughs> This is two minutes, three, two, one. And I just deleted it instead of hitting play like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a minute. I got to find it. You're like the Samo Hung of lazy drunks. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>